You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Back, 33. Live at the studio of Worldwide Sports Radio. All right, let's go. It's the third and long show. And here's your host, Maddie Caps. And welcome, everybody, to a brand new show of Third and Long here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Bohemia, Long Island. It is a frigid, cold day here. You got myself, Mr. Matty Caps, along with Mr. Vinny Rubo, my producer, my co-host, a good friend of mine here as well. We have a lot, a lot of stuff that I want to really talk about and go over since we really didn't get as much done as I wanted yesterday. But um, one of the things we're going to go through today in uh, the NBA, I want to talk about uh, is LeBron James the best player on the planet anymore for what he's doing in L.A.? I want to talk about uh, is he a coach killer? Does he get coaches fired? Is he a coach killer? I firmly believe he is. Um, And then this is the biggest debate that's been going on forever. Is him missing the playoffs, does that end the LeBron Jordan debate going forward, and uh, we're going to talk about that. And then are we going to talk? And then I want to talk about what Kevin Durant said about the Celtics that they will be fine once they get into the playoffs. I have a lot to say about that as well. And then we're going to get into the NFL. I want to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers saga still going on. Le'Veon Bell, where he might be going, where the New York Jets are firm favorites. For the running back. And I know Mr. Vinny Rubo is a Jet fan. So I want to hear what he has to say about that. And then I want to talk about. Could Antonio Brown possibly be a Steeler come week one? That will be really interesting. And then this breaks my heart. The Giants are not going to franchise tag Landon Collins. And that kills me. But first things first. Giants are a mess. Mr. Vinny Rubo. Lay off my team number one. Number two. How are you today? Uh, I am doing pretty well. Pretty well. Can't complain. How about you? I'm just living the dream. You know, <laughs> living the dream. Uh, nothing really to get into with my life. My life is just boring right now, considering I have 80-something days. Every until. Lakers loss, I get happier and happier. And Evan wants to kill himself. Every Laker loss, that happens. But uh, He might have hoaxed that team. I mean, he went from one team to another, and that team is jinxed now as well. And Is, <laughs> is he the mush? Maybe. Is Evan Perlmutter the mush? <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. I'm going to have him call into our show within the next week or two. I'm going to talk to him going forward. But uh, let's get into it right now. And, Vinny, with the way the Lakers are playing, obviously they lost to the Clippers last night and they didn't play well again. LeBron James just looks a shadow of himself. I mean, he and just. And who is the best team in L.A. right now? It's the Clippers. It it is the Clippers. Clippers are in the eighth spot in the playoffs right now. Um, you look at the way they're playing. You got to give Doc Rivers all the credit in the world, especially after they got rid of Tobias. And Harris. don't you love as a player? It's it's such a like um something from straight from the nineties, like a Patrick Beverly asking the, to guard LeBron, and you know just just that pit bull mentality that you don't see too much anymore in the NBA these days. I just loved it. I, I loved every bit of it. I, you would love, you know, he's that player that you love to hate. If he's on your team, you love him. You hate him. If he's not on your team because he's just that Toledovich. annoying. 
No, Beverly. Oh, Beverly. Yeah, the the guard. The, Patrick the, Beverly. Yeah, yes. the point guard who who wanted to guard LeBron last night. Yeah, and, well, he's only six foot one, six foot two. There's not much you can expect from him going forward. But but yeah. he did well against yeah. Beverly against LeBron. LeBron. Listen, he looks disengaged. He looks disinterested. He looks like he don't he don't want to be there. He doesn't want to be in L.A. for some reason. Um, I actually no. I think he does want to be in L.A. He just doesn't like the way the team is right now. But he has to realize he's the reason for all this. There's no one else to blame but LeBron. And I'm going to keep saying it. And I'm going to sound like a broken record. Do you think he care. shuts it down now? No, absolutely not. LeBron's not shutting it down. There is no chance in hell, LeBron. He's a competitor. I hate all this talk of the, of him shutting down. Um, you know, He's a competitor talent. Um, it's just not. Oh, oh all the analysts saying. Oh, yeah. it's just so annoying, and it's just such. It's such something that the NBA. It's the league. You know, it's not just NBA. It's it's like sports has gone soft now. Like if stuff don't go your way, then you just you you're, quit. You're just learning that. I mean, it's no. I'm not just learning that, but it's, it's gotten like progressively that. worse. Yes. It definitely has And, been. you know, it's just our mentality now. Well, well, let's just, you know, quit while we're ahead now and just try again next year. And it's just life doesn't work like that. And, you know, I would hope, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I would hope that LeBron just sticks with it and, you know, just plays, plays the season out. Maybe he doesn't play as many minutes now. But, yeah, I think he's not going to play as many minutes. If I'm going to be honest with you, but he's still going to go out there and play. He owes it he's to the fans. I think he's a competitor. He, he he's not. Giving I up. Th- yeah, uh, I don't think it's in his DNA to quit. Yep, you're right. So I think he does play it out, even though you know some of these analysts and stuff are saying just you know don't play the rest of the year, including Paul Pierce, who is a moron to me. Yeah, well, he's Paul Pierce, so. And I th- I just think that he will play it out. I think you know. He owes it, if anything, he owes it to those fans who pay so much money for those tickets. Laker tickets are not a, not cheap to begin with. And no. then he comes and, you know, just play it out. Play the rest of the season. I think he will, you know, play as hard as he possibly can the rest of the way. He has nothing to lose. And, you know, see where you are at the end of the year. But that's exactly what it's going to be. He's a competitor. He's not going to give up on his team. If he does give up on his on his team and shut it down, it just shows what type of player he really is. He's a selfish player that only cares about himself and nobody else. And that is something I don't stand for, and I'm not a big fan of that if that's the case. But the LA Lakers, they're, they're in a – they're in a buttload of trouble. I mean, Luke Walton, like we've said yesterday, is a sitting duck. LeBron James yesterday, he turned his back on uh, him in the huddle. Like, you don't do that when, you want, when you're the superstar and you want to be a leader for these young guys. That really aggravated me. And if I'm sure if Luke Walton saw it during it, he probably would have sat down LeBron James because he's being an arrogant little spoiled B-I-T-C-H. And that's the type of stuff that bothers me. But the question remains, Vinny. Is LeBron James right now the best player in the on the planet? And if you want me to be honest with you, no, I don't think he is. No, I, I, between the injuries, and we're finally seeing. Well, we've never seen him get injured well, before. Well, the injuries, I'm not, I'm not talking about the injuries. But it's the way he's playing. There's, basketball. there's a lot of, there's a bunch of players that have played, I think, better than LeBron this year. This year, oh, easily. Easy. But that's what we're talking about yep. this year. Oh, absolutely. Is he the best player and on the planet? I think Paul right George now. has played better this year. Do you agree with Paul George? Yeah. With How many players playing. do you think have played better than LeBron this year? Under five. I'm going to go Giannis. I'm going to go James Harden. I'll go Paul George. 
Uh, Kawhi Leonard, Durant, been, Kevin Durant. I think Curry. Curry. Uh, no, I I think I, we expect so much from Curry, and when he doesn't do the things, uh, but he's had some great games. Yeah, I, but, I think. But again, so LeBron still had great games this season. It's not like he hasn't had great games this season. So uh, I'm gonna go with those. Maybe Kawhi Leonard being a better. Uh, being so, there. so five, five, guys, five, five, six guys, right, right, right in there are better than LeBron right now. And I'm going to be honest with you, Anthony Davis. No, he's not better than LeBron right now. Not right now. Mm, I think that's close, closer than you think. I'm not saying it's not close. I'm just saying right now, Anthony Davis had injuries as well, so it's not like he didn't miss games either. Not like, as many as, as uh, well, yeah, but as the, LeBron. But this is the first time LeBron James has ever missed anything in his entire life. Okay, but again, if I had to pick. Right now, the number one player in the world right now in my eyes is Kevin Durant with Giannis being 1B. 1A and 1B is Durant and Giannis. Can you agree with me right there with, with that? Durant. Durant. I agree with Durant. I don't, I don't put you, you Giannis don't think, up there. But, but you don't think he's right behind him? You don't even no. think he's number two? No. Really? Really, really, really? Uh, he's, probably t- he's probably third. I mean, I'll give him that. Who do you have at number two? Don't tell me Paul George. Please don't. No. Um... It's either Anthony Davis or Steph. With the way they're playing right now, it's either those two over Giannis. Play. I, I would have to agree. I had disagree wholeheartedly. Giannis with with that instance. Gi- Giannis with the way he's playing, it's not even close. How how great he is. Uh, yeah, he he's dominating right now. I'll give him top three. He's top three to me. Uh, well, you're also a Steph Curry lover, so I'm not. Uh, I'm taking that with a grain of salt. You are a Steph Curry lover. Don't don't act like you aren't. You love Steph Curry more than anything. Well, he's the second best point guard of all time. Yes. <laughs> Who's the best point guard of all time? Magic. I like that. I, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. No, Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. Point guard. Shooter. But no, no, he's the overall he's the second best point guard of all time. We, we we could debate about this because I like a few other overall point guards better than Steph Curry. Do I think Steph Curry's the best shooting point guard of all time? Yes, one. And do I think he's the best shooter of all time? Yes, two. So that's not even, I'm not even going to argue with that. And I remember when maybe a year or two ago, I don't know if it was you also, but it was Errol and definitely some other people saying John Wall's better than Steph Curry. That was Errol. Get that garbage out of here now. That's a joke. That's a laughable, laughable comparison at this point. That was Errol. You know him and his. Oh, I know. It was definitely Errol, but I don't know. There were other people who sided with him. I I definitely. And I just laughed it off, and here we are, and it's, this is. If anything, I said it, it's possible, but. It's not possible anymore for him to be remotely as close to him, but he's definitely not as good as Steph Curry. But this is about LeBron James. So right now, LeBron James has listen. Kevin Durant has always wanted to be the considered the best player on the planet, and he thought after the uh, NBA Finals last year that he was going to be considered the best player on the planet. And coming into the season, LeBron James was still considered the best player on the planet. Which you know what? It is what it is. And again, he could win MVP at any given time, any given place. So. It doesn't really, really matter at at, at that sta- at that uh, standpoint. the The fact of the matter is, LeBron James does looks like a shadow of himself. Could he still be injured? Maybe, maybe he is still injured. We don't know. We don't hear any stories. But he did. Grab- I don't want to hear those excuses. Either now. do I. Either he's do I. Playing. Either do I. No. Listen. If you're injured, you're not playing. And, exactly. and he's playing. So I don't even want to hear that. Yeah, and I don't want to hear it after the season that he played with like a a grade three nope. groin sprain I don't throughout care. the whole thing. Yeah, no, I don't care if you. I'm I'm with you. If you're playing right now, I mean, I get it. 
listen, groin injuries could take two weeks. They could take three months, okay? I totally understand that. But if you're going to go out there and play and you still look good, it's not like he's not getting up there for dunks. It's not like he's not moving well, okay, because he is moving well. But the fact is, is that he is playing, and if you're going to go out there and play, you have to give it 100%. Now, if you're 100%, if you're not 100% and you're still out there giving it 100%, I respect you, but I don't want to hear excuses after the season that you've played with a grade 2 or grade 3 groin sprain for the last uh, for the no, last. I don't even think they would have played him if that was the case. No, but I'm just saying, you don't know what the media I, and, I, I, and I, the Lakers are going to say. They could possibly come out and say, yeah, he's had a grade 3 uh, groin strain going throughout the entire season. You know, like they just to save their superstar in LeBron James, which it's, there's nothing to save. He's just not the best player right now. And then, then the other question remains: Is Father Time catching up with him? And I'm gonna have to wait and see next year. I'm gonna have to see how he plays next year. If if he comes out scot free, injury free, and the Lakers they do some moves, who they, do they add next year? That's, that's you know that, that's gonna that's be a, a big that's that a big gonna, summer for the Lakers. And, it's a big summer for a lot of teams, and we're gonna keep talking about it. Celtics, Knicks, Lakers, or Clippers, Clippers, all, all big Brooklyn teams. has money, all big teams, uh, all big team, yeah, all big teams that we're gonna be hearing about up until July first when uh, free agency starts, and you you call it uh, Christmas time in the summer for for you. Hopefully this year for the New hopefully. York Knicks. That is something we're going to have to wait and see, even though I don't expect much from the New York Knicks because they always tend to let me down every we, which with way. The, with the Phoenix beating Milwaukee last night, Knicks are it, it, the but, worst record in the league right now. But it doesn't right look now. so bad with the Lakers losing to Phoenix either, you know? Like, I thought about that because the Lakers lost in, uh, in Phoenix when they were supposed to win, and then Phoenix, uh, and then the Milwaukee Bucks just lost in Phoenix as yeah. well. So, it. Listen, and, and no, no, no. The the Suns are a ter- terrible team. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> They're bound to win some games. I'm not disagreeing with that. Um, I don't know what happened. I I did not, you know, catch any of the highlights or anything about. I don't know if a- anyone sat out of no, last night's game no. for the Bucks. Giannis had a double double. He had 13 boards. He had 20 something points. Maybe they just took him too lightly. No, well, not- it, it, Chris Middleton also shot one for 12. So, so that had something to. Definitely do with that. And the going Knicks forward. play the Suns tomorrow. Tankathon. Oh, please, please, dear God, I, <laughs> I, I, I need the Knicks to lose every which way. That's a big, big game in Nickland. It, it is. It is a big game. That, that is for sure <laughs> in Nickland. But LeBron James, he's a shadow of himself right now. He doesn't look interested in L.A. He. Kyle Kuzma. So you are convinced done with the playoffs this year? Oh now. yeah. After yeah, the, last night's loss, I think I think stick up, a fork in them. I think up until a week ago, I said I was saying to I mean, myself, I think now yeah, Luke gone. Walton's a sitting duck. Well, we knew that Luke Walton was a sitting duck for the past he's month and a half. He's going to be. The report is he's going to be gone after this. And you want to know who the Vegas has as favorite? Tyron. No, Lou. he's not the favorite in Vegas. They, I hear it's seventy-five percent. It's going to be Tyron Lue next. But you want to know what the Vegas odds has as a favorite? Is it kid? Yeah, it's Jason Kidd. Mm. At plus three hundred, Tyron Lue at plus five fifty. That's what. That's what. They, listen, that's Vegas. What they have. Vegas has been wrong before. We we've seen it over and over again. Okay, but um, I'm it, hearing it's pretty much money in the bank. It's Tyron Lue. Listen, if it's Tyron Lue, it's Tyron Lue. You want to know who the Lakers really want to be the head coach? Who they want more than anything? Who Magic wants? Who LeBron James has openly advocated for to be the head coach of the L.A. Lakers? Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. You know who, too. To the Lakers? Yeah. 
Give me a clue. College coach. Coach K. Yeah. They want Coach K more than anything in this. Not world. happening. No, of course it's not happening. You know, if but... you're Coach K, do you do you leave the Duke? No, absolutely not. I mean, what? I mean, what is he going to get why, from the why, NBA? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Why would I leave Duke to go? Probably less money. Uh, no. It would have to be. It would have to be more money. No, it'd be much more money. I'm going to say a couple million more money. I mean, I don't know what he gets for Col- for Duke. I would I think assume he, I think he gets like seven point five or eight million dollars a year. He would have to, yeah, easily. But again, he's Nike and all so that are you? Stuff. Are you giving Coach K ten mil plus a year easily to be a easily head coach of easily. a? You know, he's never coached in the NBA, but he's coached these guys to to uh, championship medals. And don't get me wrong, you and I could have coached it, the Dream <laughs> Team too in two thousand fourteen or whenever it was, or two thousand eight when they came back and. Uh, smashed everybody in the in the Olympics. You and I could have coached that team, okay? Um but yeah, they all want coach K to be the coach and and that's not even the a debate. They've all openly advocated and said it. I can't see coach K being 70 years old, I think he is, leaving the Duke post to go be the coach of the LA Lakers. I mean, unless LeBron James has that big of influence, but I just don't see that happening whatsoever. Um yeah, LeBron James, Father Time's catching up to you, and it's sad to see. I think he. I don't know if he. It, listen, if he gets injured again, if something else happened, I. I think he doesn't. He doesn't last four years in L.A. I. I. I think he's going to retire before then. Pending no, on the. I, no, listen, pending think, on the injury I, and what happens. I want to see him play. Next I do year. think the you know all time scoring record is important to him, as far as you know legacy and whatnot. Well, his I, legacy's ruined. So gun to your head. Does LeBron win another championship in Gun, his career? I, you know me. I don't bet against him in any which way. I, it's tough for me. There's a couple people in this world I don't bet against. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You know, I don't bet against Peyton Manning. Okay? I don't bet against Coach K. Um, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't bet against LeBron James winning a championship. But This is a quick, easy no to me. Quick, easy no. Why is it a quick, easy no? I just... Think he's done? I don't so, think he's, so he's even, winning anything anymore. Even if they make a big time move over the summer or have yep. two big time moves, you don't think he wins a championship? It depends what they'd have to be. I mean, they'd have to have two superstars. I well, don't think. I think Anthony Davis with a bunch of good role players around him. I think they could win a championship in the West. Chris, keep in mind that no. wa- that Warriors team's going to be split up after the season, and they're going to come back down to earth, and everybody's going to be on eleven. I think he's field. done winning. I think he's done. Yeah, no, it's a listen. It's a fair enough question, and and you know what? You're more than likely right. I think he's fine with it too. I don't I think don't... he cares. You listen. You see by his body language here with the way he's playing now, like he just doesn't give a crap about the L.A. Lakers or anything in that. And that's the way it looks to fans like myself and you. I'm sure you see the same thing. It looks like he doesn't give a flying. You know what? Am I right? Isn't that what it looks like to he you? He just he just looks disengaged. Yeah, he does. He 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 looks like he just doesn't want to be there. And Did you see uh, that one play where it was inbounds pass and Kyle he, Kuzma pushed him into the that guy? That was to, him for him to play defense because he wasn't playing defense. <laughs> I, I said that five minutes ago. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I said that five minutes ago. I mean, Kyle Kuzma had to push <laughs> LeBron James to play defense and move over and cover his guy because. LeBron James was doing absolutely nothing of the sort. And it's quite sad to see that, that that's the case going forward. Then the, the, the fans were chanting about Kobe. Well, yeah, they, they want Kobe back. And, and it's funny. I, I read something. 
I want to say about two weeks ago when they had the same record, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, at that time. I think they said he was 29 and 37 or something. Well, whatever it was, it would, the, the records were the exact same, and Kobe led his team to the playoffs at 49 and whatever, and LeBron James is not going to make it to the playoffs. LeBron James will never even come close to Kobe in L.A., and, and that's a fact. Well, you know, Kobe's beloved there. That's, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Kobe A couple is of years LA. in L.A. for LeBron is not equal. For his whole career. 20 years. 19 years for, you know, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, no, you're 100% right with that. But I, I didn't actually hear the chance they were saying about Kobe Bryant. What were they saying about Kobe? Um, we we want Kobe or Kobe's better. I forget. Let me Google it. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually kind of kind of funny. Kind of funny. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to a quick break. And when we do come back from break, I'm going to end this debate between the LeBron and Michael Jordan if he don't make the playoffs. And even if he did make the playoffs, I'm going to end this debate right here, right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back from break, the LeBron James, Michael Michael Jordan debate. We're going to get into that when we come back at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you are listening to the Third and Long Show. And here's your host, Maddie Cabs. 631-676-2968 is the number to reach us here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Third and Long. I am Maddie Caps along with my co-host and producer, Mr. Vinny Rubo, here as well. And now, ladies and gentlemen... I'm going to get into it because I'm just sick and tired of always hearing about it. (laughs) With LeBron James, and I'm going to ask Vinny Rubo this first before I really get into what I have to say. With LeBron James missing the playoffs. This was never a debate to me. Does that end LeBron James? This was never a debate to me. It was never a debate. It was, was, uh, you know, I never thought LeBron was ever better than Michael. You could just tell there's just a different mindset with Michael Jordan and LeBron. And, you know, eight straight finals don't do anything to me, especially in that weak East. It's it's impressive with, with some of the teams he's brought to the finals. But, you know, you're the best player. If, you're, if you are the greatest player ever, then you're making the playoffs this year. Aren't, you know, don't you agree? I mean, if you want to be considered the best player on the planet and best player to I'm ever not even step saying foot on the, greatest. On the, on the court, you are supposed to make the playoffs wherever you go. Wherever you go. Greatest ever? Now, you're the greatest ever? You're making the playoffs this year. Playoffs. We're not asking you to win a championship. We're asking you to make the playoffs. Be one of eight teams in your conference to make the playoffs. And you're not doing. You're not even doing that. You're under 500. It, it, it's really it, – it's simple. And, and, and you said it. Like, it, it was never a debate to you. It was never, ever a debate to me. And you, you hit the nail right on the head. It, a lot of it is the mentality on what he does and his mental. LeBron James is a wussy, is an absolute wuss. Um, he doesn't have the mentality to go out there and be the Kobe Bryants, the Michael Jordans, the killers to win the game for for their team. Because, again, let's be real, Vinny. When, when LeBron James won his championships, was he ever the closer or the finisher for his teams in any of the championships that he's, that he's won? Be real here. Was he ever the closer for any? It was always Wade. It was Wade and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, in his three championships, it was Wade and Kyrie Irving. So he doesn't have that mentality 
to go out there and be the killer, the Mamba, like Kobe Bryant was, like Michael Jordan was. He, he just doesn't have it to me. And in my eyes, again, it was never a debate. It's not even a question. You look, you look at Michael Jordan, what he's done, okay? And people talk about everything. Scottie Pippen this, Scottie Pippen that. Yeah, you're right, Scottie Pippen. Let, 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 let's talk about this a little bit, all right? I, I, I took some notes this morning because I knew we were going to talk about this. Um, Michael Jordan, uh, he had the higher PER throughout, throughout his career so far. Um, you look at uh, he played more games per season, minutes per season, and win shares per season, Michael Jordan. Um, six and zero in championships compared to LeBron James, three and eight, uh, three and six. Sorry, right? Three and six or three and seven? Three and six. Three and six. He's been there nine times. Three and three six. Three and six. Three and six. Okay. Uh, and and again, people talk and about that's being generous. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> he yeah. should have been at least two and two and eight. Maybe one and seven. Yeah. So, you look at it. Um, they all talk about Scottie Pippen this, Scottie Pippen that. First time playing with an all-star, Michael Jordan, was with Scottie Pippen, okay? Obviously. And they played against the defending and soon-to-be repeating champions, the Detroit Pistons. In Game 7, which Michael Jordan uh, never in, uh, in, the, in the NBA championship, never went to a Game 7. Keep that in mind, okay? Um. In Game 7 of that Eastern Conference Finals between the Chicago Bulls and the Detroit Pistons, Pippen played 42 minutes and had two points. Okay? 42 minutes, two points. And they barely lost to a Detroit Pistons team. And here's another statistic that really stands out. They never lost three games in a row. Ever. Ever. They've never lost. Michael Jordan, in his whole NBA career, has never lost three games in a row. How crazy is that? Like, that statistic, I heard that this morning on uh, CBS Sports, okay? How crazy is that Michael, uh, that Michael Jordan never lost three games in a row? I'm asking you, well, what do you think about that? How crazy is that? That, that he's never done anything of the... This is his whole career. Whole career. Never lost three games in a row. Playoffs, championship games, championship series, regular season. Even like his rookie year and stuff like that. Never lost three games in a row. Um, never lost three games in a row ever leading up to his first retirement. So after that, he did. No, before that, he never lost three in a row. Well, I said after After that. he did. Ever, though. But how crazy is that? Leading up to his first retirement, he never lost three You know, games I'm surprised just because, you know, even the first couple of years Michael was in the league, it was it was a little bit of a struggle for him, especially, you know, getting past the Pistons. You know, it wasn't it wasn't just given to him. He you know, it was eight eight years, I think, in the league before he won his first title. So yeah, that is surprising to me. It uh, it has to be. It's surprising to everybody. But again, this has never been a debate to Vinny. It's never been a debate for me. LeBron James doesn't even sniff Michael Jordan's underwear. Um, he uh, he'd be lucky to play on the same floor, in my opinion, on the same floor as Michael Jordan, in my opinion. If you want me to be honest, um, I used to think LeBron James could have been up there 
And I know your brother Tony thinks LeBron James is the best player on the planet. Am I right? Or ever to play the game, Vinny. Am I right? Yes. He thinks LeBron James. I don't think LeBron James is up there. Uh, I think when it's all said and done, LeBron James will be on the Mount Rushmore, but I don't even know if he will, he'll be number two at that point. I look at it. This LeBron James, Michael Jordan debate really makes me sick because it's not even close. It's really not. Michael Jordan took off season after season. He he left to go play baseball for three seasons for crying out loud. You know, what was it? Three three seasons he left for? He missed three or four seasons in the NBA? I know. No, I don't think it was that long. Then it was two seasons. Two. two seasons. So he missed two seasons in the NBA. He missed 164 games in the NBA, and, and that's just a regular season. And, and, it was and, the two years Rockets won. Yeah, but, but people talk about, oh, LeBron James's points and stuff and all that nonsense. Yeah. Actually, it was one year, and then the second year. One and a year, half year, one and a half yeah. years. Because he, he came back, and war they, number lost, 45. they lost in the playoffs. Yeah, war number 45 and all that stuff. But, again, LeBron James and this Michael Jordan debate is just asinine, if you want to ask me. One, two different positions. Two, LeBron James does not have that killer mentality that that uh, Michael Jordan had. Michael Jordan wanted the ball. He wanted to take the last shot. He wanted to win this game. He wanted to win more than anything, you know. I I, I mean, it, it's just crazy that people even debate it. In my eyes, like why 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 what what's your reasoning for debating it? LeBron James can't sniff Michael Jordan's underwear. Michael Jordan is the best. The thing player. is, I think they they think that LeBron makes everyone better and makes teammates better and makes teams better by him being on the team. And I think it's just different mentality. Michael had Michael was more of a scorer, which was kind of like how Kobe is. So I think they were more comparable than LeBron and Michael. But I, I that's what I just think. I just think that they think that LeBron makes you know teams better. You know, they, they'll they say, oh, M- Michael would have never brought th- those, you know, that first Cavs team to the finals. Yes, he would have easily. And, you know, that's that's but that's the argument that they make easily. I mean, you look at it. He has six championships to LeBron's three. LeBron has played more seasons in the NBA. Uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron are both at 13 playoff appearances. Um, season MVPs. Jordan's beaten LeBron by one finals. MVP is six to three. Not even close. Uh, all NBA teams, LeBron James is winning because obviously he's played more seasons. All defensive first teams, people say that Michael Jordan never really played defense. Yeah, well, he won the for all all defensive first team nine times in his career. Um, all defensive teams nine times for Michael Jordan. Defensive player of the year one. Scoring leader ten to one in Michael Jordan's favor. Steals leader Michael Jordan. I mean, it's points per game. Beats him, but the rebounds and assists, LeBron James beat him, but steals, Jordan beats him. It's it's just it's neck and neck, I I, I guess when it comes to statistics wise, but I just don't see it. Is I, LeBron your my question is is LeBron in your top three ever? Top three ever is LeBron in it? Is uh, he on the, your Mount Rushmore? Of- well, Mount Rushmore's five. Okay. Is he on your Mount Rushmore? Is he on my Mount Rushmore, LeBron? Let me think. Michael Jordan is up there. Um, I would have to take uh, Will Chamberlain has to be up there for me. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Uh, so me? Kareem's not up there? Kareem I could put up there instead of Will Chamberlain. You can't put both? I mean, I can. 
I mean, if, if you want me to go, yeah, I would put LeBron James on my Mount Rushmore. He'd be the last guy in on my Mount Rushmore. But he's not top three, then. No, he's not top three in my eyes. And I, I've actually debated with people before that I've never thought he was top three compared to the other players. Because what people tend to forget, Vinny, and I talk about this all the time, do people realize that if Michael Jordan played in this era, okay, in this day and age where the fouls are soft, softer than baby doo-doo, okay, if Michael Jordan played in this era, he averaged 30 points a game his entire career, okay? How many points a game do you think he would average playing in this era right now? Be be realistic here. And, and I'll be realistic. You see, you see James Harden. Uh, I'll, I'll be realistic. He would average 50-plus points a game this season if he played in this era. With, with no, 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 no. I wouldn't go that he, far. Why? Because he would go to the free throw line more than James Harden, okay? And he would he, he's a better shooter, overall shooter, than James Harden is. He would easily but, average 50. But this, you know, he was never a great three-point shooter. And this no, he was, shot 33% from three. Which isn't good, especially at the guard position. And... And even in the beginning of his career, he was he wasn't a, a good three. He got better at, at the end of his career. So I think, you know, this is a day and age of the three pointer. I don't think it would be as drastic as a fifty points. He'll be, I think he would do it with ease. He would he'll score be comparable from the free to throw James line. Harden in the high thirties. He would be better than James Harden. He would easily. Okay, fine. You don't think fifty? You have to keep in mind James Harden shoots. 15 free throws. I don't Mike, think he would, Michael Jordan would eclipse that just at the free would, throw line. I don't think he would want to average 50. I don't think he would need to. So I, I don't think he would ever where come. where he is. I mean. If put he, him on that Bulls team. On the Bulls team now he would average 50. No. On the on his Bulls team in, in this era. His Bulls team. His Bulls team in this era. Like I don't think he's averaging 50 a game. I don't. I don't. <coughs> you know. The, I mean obviously the rules are totally different. But I don't think he's going to need to. I, it's just, I you know I I don't know. It's just the fact that he shot eight shoots eighty three percent his for his career at the free throw line, really really gets to it. And with the ticky tack fouls and touch fouls with Michael Jordan have, having the ball most of the time in his hands in this day and age, he would score twenty something points at half. You have to keep in mind he was probably the best mid range shooter that we've seen. In our lifetime, that you and I have seen, because we've actually seen Michael Jordan play in the '90s. I've been to some of his games before when he was with the Bulls, when he was with the Washington Wizards, towards the end of his career. I've seen him play live. I'm lucky enough to say I've seen Michael Jordan play basketball live. Okay, he was probably and actually he is the best mid-range jump shooter and one-on-one player. I've ever seen in my lifetime. Probably you too. I don't think you've ever seen a better one-on-one player, mid-range shooter than LeBron uh, than Michael Jordan. No, and I don't even think it's close. He would absolutely kill everybody in this in this day and age. Murder everybody that's trying to cover him. He would do whatever he wanted to. It's 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 crazy. And again, he would score most of his points from the free throw line. Keep in mind, he was 83 percent career for his free throw uh, percentages. Okay. He, he would have a day for the NBA and what he's doing. I mean, you, you look at it, it, it's not even close. Michael Jordan is the best player that's ever lived to play the game of basketball. He, he's, he's just, it's not even argumentative or it, it, you, you can't even, I, I love people that try to debate it because it's not even close. So 
it is what it is. It it it, it, it looks like we have our a, a caller today. So, oh, okay, yep, put him in. Mr. Ben Carey, how are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I just wanted to chime in on the combo here. Uh, I'll keep it shorter than last time. No, no, by all means. Give me give me what you want because you're – don't tell me you're going to say LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan and always no. will be. <laughs> no, I'm not. And for, first off, I'm 27 years old, right? So I, I – You didn't really see my, Michael. Play. Right. I, I actually got to see Michael play in person uh, against the Nuggets a few times going with my dad. And I remember – those years, the Nuggets were, were terrible yes. in the early two, the early 2000s. But yep. I remember watching Michael play, and I was like eight or nine, and I'm like, man, this guy, he's so good. Like, he just had something about him that, first of all, I don't see in LeBron. Oh, that, oh you mean you're talking about that killer mentality, that killer. Mamba-like killer, like exactly. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan both have? Exactly, exactly. That, that's what I'm talking about. But what I wanted to call in about that I've heard a few times thrown around with the whole Jordan-LeBron comparison, and, and it kind of alludes to the point of the uh, this, the type of NBA basketball that Jordan played in, versus the, the t- if you want to call it basketball these days. But anyway, that's a whole discussion. But it, I love it. I love it. it. And I'm not – I'm forgetting the, the uh, commentator, the, the host who brought this up. I forget what show it was, but he made a really valid point, and he compared the centers of today's game – centers <laughs> – with to the, quotations of today's game versus the centers of when you know when Jordan was playing when you had the big three hundred pounders. The centers playing. in this day and age would stand no chance against Bill Lambeer oh. and all those guys. No chance. Not even. You got uh, you got Vladdy Divac, like got you know punishers that if you're coming in the the paint, Shaq, you're you're <laughs> you know. you're falling down. The only player in this yeah. day and age that I think could play back then in the '90s would be LeBron James because of his physicality, and Kawhi Leonard because of his physicality as well. I don't think a lot of yeah. players could play in that day and age because you're if you're going to the rim in the '90s and the late '80s, early '90s, and whatnot, and you're going up against the Detroit Bad Boys with Dennis Rodman when he was in his prime. Like I said, Bill yeah. Lambeer. These guys were. Elbowing you in your nose, you were breaking your nose, and there was going to be no foul called. These yeah. guys would not be able yeah, to do it. it. <laughs> there's a there's a YouTube video that compares the the flagrant twos to the the, the fouls back in the day. It's sickening. <laughs> it's like they're literally the same fouls, but back in the nineties, they were it was just a foul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. it, it's crazy. Like grabbing them by the like the back or holding them. It's a flagrant one. We, we, we're seeing it more in college nowadays, too, as well, to be honest with you. Yeah. So but I guess the point I want to get out is, you know, if Jordan had today's uh, repping, the style of play, um, I, I'm not going to go out on – I'm not going to say 50 points a game. Oh, come but on. But I could, I could easily see a 40. I mean, he would – listen, he averaged 30 points a game in one of the hardest eras to ever play basketball without a three-point shot, really. He did most of yeah. his work – Inside in the, in the mid range game, he's but he's the best mid range shooter I've ever seen. Between fifteen and seventeen foot, he would do whatever he wants when he caught the ball in the low post or the high elbow and go one on one. Okay, he averaged thirty points a game for his career. You're gonna sit back there all the way in Colorado, being a Gonzaga fan, which still makes me want to throw up. How does the two thousand <laughs> How does the two thousand seventeen national championship grab you? Huh? I'm a Carolina fan. Just thought yeah, I'd throw that, that out there. If, if, if 
our big dude in that game had even a half decent game. We win that, but hey. Oh it, yeah, Karnowski. Karnowski. Yeah, I got you. But anyway, back to this. You're gonna really sit there and tell me. Michael Jordan in this era with all the stupid ticky-tack touch fouls that there are and being an 83% free throw shooter, he wouldn't average 50? James Harden has to shoot the ball. Wait, wait, wait. James Harden has to shoot the ball 28 times to get 40 points. Okay? But Jordan was high field goals. Too. But he was also a better field goal percentage shooter than James he, Harden. So he if, was, if he's going to shoot the ball 28 times, he, LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan's hitting about 40% of his shots compared to James Harden's 33% of his shots that he makes. And Michael Jordan is going to the free throw line much more than James Harden going to the free throw line. That's why I think Michael Jordan would average 15 points a game just from the free throw line alone. That's just my opinion. I'm pretty sure that free throw attempts are pretty similar. James Harden goes to the line. I think he's tops in the league besides him and Embiid. I know it, it is James Harden, but but that's my yeah. point. If Michael Jordan played in this era, he would go to the line. He would blow James Harden out of the water. Look at what Michael I, Jordan's I, I, done in I, the I, 90s I will, and his say, numbers. I will say that Harden, Harden is really good at getting to the line. I watch, I watch how he plays, and he, he knows how to use his body, and he knows when to you know go up and how to draw the foul. So let's be fair. Let's say even if Michael you say let's be fair, but let's be real here. A lot of a lot of uh, James Harden fouls aren't fouls. That's him That's just true. throwing his oh, arms yeah. up. Oh yeah, That's true. He, he, you know, he's, he's, he's got the name. I understand that. No, my point is, is if we take James Harden's free throw attempts, let's just say that those were Jordan. So initially, I mean, off the bat, he's going to have at least like seven or eight more points a game. Like Easily. Easily. So, I mean, you do have a point there. Like if you really break it down, and not to mention – if you take, like, let's say the average total points back in Jordan's era. Which was 89, 90, played, 91, 92. Points, you could say, yeah. So, I mean, it's actually not as crazy. No, it's it's not. It and, and, and you're yeah. bringing up all my points. Like, you're hitting the nail right on the head. You change the yeah. ears and the more points per game that are being scored now than there ever has been. Okay. And Michael Jordan playing in, in this era. Okay. He would absolutely. Uh, there's not a doubt in my mind he would score 50 points. I think Michael Jordan, being 48 or 49 years old now, or whatever how old he is right now, I think he could still put up 10 points a game in the NBA right now. Oh yeah. I, it, oh, yeah. I, I, I I've seen YouTube videos of him still dunking on people recently. Him still being able to shoot, it just doesn't go away. His athleticism and obviously his speed has went away. But if Michael Jordan really wanted to lace up his boots, he could easily score 10 points a game. In, oh, yeah. in this day and age, and not even. Hey boys, I got, I'm not going to go that far. All right. Hey, well, we'll talk again. Thanks, yes, ben. Yes, thanks, Colin. buddy. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Later. Next time. Be good. Ah, uh, Ben Carey, all the way from Colorado. He he's starting to become a big listener of our show. I'm uh, friends with him in a couple groups and uh, on Facebook cool, and whatnot. Cool. Uh, he's a big college basketball guy now, as well. James Harden averages more free throws per game for his career, but. And especially, but, that, but this is my. But you're making my point. Uh, what I'm saying is, no, I know what you're going to say that it's you get more fouls now than you did back. Yeah. back then. And and but what's James Harden free throw percentage? Career right now. What's his career free throw percentage? You have to have it in front of you. I'm sure. It is eighty five point seven. Oh, so he's a better free throw shooter than Michael Jordan is. But again, his career's not over, so we'll see how that goes. But okay. Fair enough. It's 85.7, his career free throw shooting. 
career. Jordan's eighty three. Eighty three, yeah. So I mean, in that instance, uh, I could understand that then that he's a two percent free throw sh- shooter better. So he's more. He's about one point two more made free throws. And his last four or five years. Uh, Free throw attempts per game is ridiculous. It's 11.5, 10.1, 10.9, 10.2, 10.2. And what was... Michael Luka- Jordan only averaged double digits twice. Of of getting to the free throw line. Twice. But that's my point. That's Eggs. crazy to me. And how scary is that, that he still averaged 30 points a game? This is exactly what I'm saying. In this but day his age- shots now, the 17-18 footer, is considered a bad shot now. It's either the three. Oh yeah, you're driving in a hole. It's 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 kind of obsolete what he, what he does, what he did for you know that was so great. It's kind of considered a bad shot now. Yeah, but Michael Jordan could get to the rim and dunk on anybody. He's dunked on all the top centers that ever played the game besides Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain. He's dunked on every single center. Tough centers that he's dunked on. Dikembe Mutombo, Alonzo Mourning. He's dunked on these guys before. Patrick Ewing, dunked on. He's dunked on. Shaq, and dunked on as a rookie. His field goal attempts per game is up there. But I know. It's at, it's at 20. Jordan, Jordan what, what's his field goal attempts? I mean, he's had 28 a game, 24, yeah, but, but 22, how much, 24, 22. But how much has he made compared to LeBron? Uh, to to James uh, well, career is a forty nine point seven, so basically a fifty percent guy. Yeah, go look at James Harden, and James Harden is nowhere near career. He's forty four point three. James Harden, yeah, right now, that's going to go lower and lower. To be honest with you, because he's just going to keep. He's also taking. He's also taking a lot. I mean, more, he's, more shots. He's taking thirteen point six threes yeah. a game this year. Michael Jordan, totally would he, different game. Yeah, Michael Jordan, lower percentage shot. Michael Jordan would easily average 50 a game, and it, it, there's nothing in this world that would make me change my mind. I don't, the, I don't see the, it. All right, so 45 a game. If you you've wanna, watched Michael Jordan play basketball. If you want to go 40, maybe. You've watched Michael Jordan play basketball in his best times. You might not remember it in the early 90s and whatnot. I do remember it. But you've watched him in your best times. His athleticism is still bar none one of the best that we've seen, okay? He was still able to get to the rim at will, okay? And NATO weren't calling fouls back then to comparable what they're calling fouls now at the rim. And being an 82-83% free throw shooter, he would get 10 more free throws uh, now than he would back then, and he would hit eight of them. Eight, he would eight, He would hit 8.2 more free throws now than, than he did. I mean, I I don't know how you don't see him scoring fifty a game in this day and age. I think I don't even think it's close. I I, I mean, I I I don't understand. I, you re, you really can't see him scoring fifty a game or wherever he plays no, or whatever. No, he could score fifty. I don't think he's averaging fifty. I think he would average fifty a game. We also thought that nobody would average a triple double ever again. And look, Russell Westbrook's done it twice in a row. So I mean, records are meant to be broken. Even though there is one record in base in. In baseball, that I think will never be broken. Name that record, Vinny. Say that again. The one record in baseball that will never be broken. Come on, Yankee. Jumping Joe DiMaggio, fifty-six game hitting oh. streak. You don't I, think that's going to ever I, be I broken? I don't think that'll ever be broken. At least not in my lifetime that I'm watching it. That is some feat if you're going to hit 
fifty and hit. Well, I don't think I don't think the consecutive game streak is gonna in this day and age oh, yeah. anymore. Cal either. Ripken, yep, no, not it's not done. even gonna be close. But anywho, LeBron James, this Michael Jordan debate is over. It's not even close. If LeBron James doesn't make the playoffs with this team, it's just he he's not even in the debate anymore. I'm sorry to all the LeBron lovers and all that nonsense. Michael Jordan is the best player on the planet. Nothing is going to change my mind about that going forward. But, uh, yeah, I still can't believe any you don't see him averaging 50 a game. No. I just don't. I don't see it. We can agree to disagree. Of course we can. Of course we can. I, I, I just. <sighs> That's a lot on one player's shoulders. It, it is a lot on one player's shoulders, but he's the done quest- it. Okay. The question, could he if he wanted to? He probably could, but I don't think he would, ever would do that. Well, he has even that. This, even in this day He has age, that killer mentality. I don't think he would need to average 50 a game. I don't well, think. Well, with the points being scored more, you have to figure back then it was 89, 90, 91 points per game, 92 points per game. Now it's which 110. Mean, which goes to, you know, I think he would average more assists a game now. I think he would average more points too. Not even yeah, he, not, well. Yeah, of course. He's only uh, his career is thirty point something, whatever in his career. His career average is thirty point seven or something. Or you could look that up. Uh, actually, no, I have it right here. Thirty point one. Thirty point. What is his career? Thirty point one. Uh, yeah, points per game. Thirty point one. Yeah. Okay, and he blows away LeBron James at twenty seven point one. And we're including those stupid years in, with the Washington Wizards. Yeah, which is crazy because he didn't do much with the Washington Wizards. He's scoring 18, 19. No, twenty two point nine and twenty two and twenty. Wow, wow. I, I I don't know. I I mean, I'm just a big Michael Jordan advocate. Maybe I just think in this day and age, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Michael Jordan would score fifty a game at will. And you know what? You're right. If he wanted to score fifty a game in this day and age. He would. Maybe he wouldn't average 50, but he would definitely easily average 45-plus a game. And and again, we could agree to disagree. That's just my opinion. I just think that's what he would do just because he would get more, more shots at the free throw line with the stupid, dumb, ticky-tack fouls in the NBA this year. And, it, well, in this day and age, really, if you want me to be honest with you. But it is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back from break, we are going to get into the NFL. We are going to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the New York Jets, and the New York Giants. We're going to get into that when we come back at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You are listening to the Third and Long Show, and here's your host, Maddie Cabs. 631-676-2968 is the number to reach us here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Third and Long, and I'm Maddie Caps along with Mr. Vinny Rubo. And now we are going to get into some NFL talk. We're gonna, if we have time, we're gonna talk about the combine. If I don't have time, I'm gonna talk about the combine and stuff tomorrow. But, Vinny, let's get into it right now. There is news about the New York Giants, which is obviously my team. You're, the, you're, you're a Jet fan. I'm a Giant fan. And there is news that the New York Giants are letting Landon Collins just walk away for free. Makes just me laugh. let him walk away. This is in true New York Jet form. This is New York Jet form. I, was, I thought you were going to say this Giant form. I'm like, Giants don't do this. This is true New York Jet form, and we're maybe seeing a 
Switch. Stop. Stop. Before stop. your you, very eyes. You will always be the little brother of the New York Giants. Okay? But you this always. is something that you do not expect from the Giants to do. And this is, you know, a player where uh, I you can make the argument that he was your best defensive player. Easily. Best defensive easily. player. Easily. Last year, easily. And there, you know, if you had no intentions of, you know, keeping him at, you know, for whatever reason, the contract, uh, you know, he doesn't serve well on your team, uh, you know, scheme-wise, and you to, then you trade him for, for to even fathom not getting any assets for something that, you know, now you're going to lose him for free. That, for that, free. That, that's my biggest problem. It 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 is mind boggling to me what just went on in this whole Landon Collins. It's just mind boggling that the Giants could do this, knowing that you could probably get a decent a decent haul for Landon Collins, trade value wise. He's a he's he's a very good player. He's a very productive player. You know, he's very popular with the Giant fan base as well. Matt, I can't I can't. As as a Giant fan, like how do you feel about this? This is this is your team. This is something that you do not usually see out of your team. The New York Giants, you know, making a move kind of like this. You're getting rid of one of your best players for nothing. What what did I tell you during break? I didn't want to talk about this because it was going to get me upset. But and it was you should unleash on your on you know listen, when you when you when a team makes a bad move, you gotta you gotta own up to it. The New York Giants let one of their best players leave today. Okay. It is a it's a bewildering decision uh, why they declined to use a franchise tag on him. That's why I don't understand. They're allowing this 25-year-old defensive playmaker to hit the free agent market after leading the team in tackles each of his four professional seasons and making the Pro Bowl in three of them. And you know he's going to go to another team and be all pro. Collins player. was an all pro safety Let in me ask 2016, you this now. and your team freaking are you captain. are you a believer in Gettleman? No, I never liked the move. I never liked the Dave Gettleman move coming from Carolina. Yeah, he's done so well in Carolina. Let me tell you, no, I never liked this move whatsoever, uh, and that's not even a question. I, I I never ever ever liked this move. So what happened in this? And, you know, where do you think it went wrong? You know, Landon Collins was, you know, clearing out his locker, the uh, you know, the other week. It, ju- it just doesn't make sense. Pretty much knew that the writing was on the wall. Here is Collins that was selected in the first pick of the second round in the 2015 NFL draft, okay? Um, played at, he's always played at a high level, doing everything that was always asked of him, and at no point... Did the Giants try to seriously negotiate a long-term deal? That is one thing I don't understand is how they, at no point did they not try and negotiate a long-term deal. Instead, the New York Giants are simply letting this guy walk with the hope of maybe getting a third-round compensatory uh, pick next year. Um, it's bad business. It, it, it makes It's more strange on why they declined Collins Last year at the trade deadline, too, because there was teams after him last year at the trade deadline. How do you decline uh, decline trades if, if you're just going to let him walk for free? Like, I don't understand what Dave Gettleman's whole move by doing this. Especially okay? if you knew that you weren't going to keep him this, you know, this offseason. Why wouldn't you make a trade? That's what I'm it's saying. It's not like they're going. F- it's not like they were making a playoff run. This season, this past season, they weren't making any sort of playoff run. They were already out of it. 
So at that point, why don't you just get what you can get from Landon Collins? If you knew that you were definitely not, look, you know, having Landon Collins on your team look, for the simple. long term. The Green Bay Packers traded safety HaHa Clinton Dix for a fourth rounder at, at the time. Collins, according to a lot of pro personnel people and evaluators, is a significantly better player. And you want to know where I hope Landon Collins goes? And I want to, you want to know I hope he wins a championship in Kansas City. Kansas City are one of the that main would be teams good. that is very, very interested in him. Imagine him and Eric Berry, if Eric Berry could stay healthy in that secondary. That could be one of the besi- – no. besides the Jets secondary, I think With that could that be one of the offense on the other side of the ball? That's my point. That's my point. That, that, that would make them an even scarier team than what they already are. What, what Gettleman did with this move is he sent a message to the locker room. You could play hurt. You could play well. You could do everything we ask, and you still might not get paid when your time comes. Undoubtedly, this is a very risky way to operate. How Dave Gettleman still has a job in the New York Giant front office is beyond me because if I was the owner, after all this, I would have fired him already. You can't let your best defensive player who led your team in tackles for the four years he's been in the NFL, he's been an all-pro, okay? He's your team uh, defensive captain, okay? He's your overall team captain as well, along with Eli Manning. Just walk away for free. That's what I don't understand. I mean, even if Collins isn't a def- a perfect fit def- for uh, in James Betcher's defensive scheme because of his coverage defi- deficiencies, you don't let a guy of this talent walk away for free. And that's what the Giants are doing. They're letting him walk away for free and hoping and praying and grasping for a third-round compensatory uh, pick. You think this is a bad move by the Giants, am I right? I mean, you think – so this move makes you not like – you know, you didn't like Edelman to begin with. I didn't with. like him to begin with. This just put me over the edge and on now, how much I can't stand And now what if they, sign, they draft a quarterback with the first-round pick – Vinny, I mean, stop putting that I into see, the universe. I Why are you putting you just, that into the I universe? I can see you just going nuts. Going nuts? You want to be on that show with me the next day if that's the case. What is it, on Thursday? You want to be on. I'm, I'm, listen, the NFL draft is is Thursday night, obviously, a Thursday night in uh, June, okay? and The NFL? It's April. Uh, April. Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking of uh, the NBA and and uh, that in April, okay? It's a Thursday night in April. The first first round is when Thursday Roger night. Goodell says the New York Giants have selected Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State quarterback. Quarterback from Ohio State. Um, and you see him you, put that giant hat on. You might want to be. You might want to do the special show with me on Friday if you have an opportunity to <laughs> in, in April. Because if if that's the case, there is nothing else we're going to be talking about except ripping apart the New York Giants on that show. Okay, Go. You, let me ask you this. Will you sell your fandom? No, 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 no. I'm not Evan Perlmutter. I will not sell my fandom. Um, I, 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 I would, I, I would lose my my absolute mind, but I won't sell my fandom. I mean, you look at it. Collins is a popular player. He's well respected, well liked. Okay, captain of that defense. I mean, it it just doesn't make any sense. And you want to know what scares me too is that Sterling Shepard next year could be in a similar situation. Um, that Landon Collins was just in. Gettleman is just not the answer for the Giants' front office. I mean, I wish. I don't understand what happened. Why couldn't they give Tom Coughlin the opportunity to show what he can do in that front office? Okay? Because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It wouldn't surprise me 
now that Tom Coughlin has a year under his belt, he's going to take full control of that team and mold it into his team how he wants it. It wouldn't surprise me to see the Jacksonville Jaguars get back to the AFC Championship game next year if they could stay healthy mm-hmm. and whatnot, and especially when they get Nick Foles and whatever, and if Leonard Fournette could stay healthy. It wouldn't surprise me. It, it re- it, honestly, it really, 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 really w- wouldn't surprise me. But this is, this, this is especially relevant in Gettleman when he was in charge because it makes you wonder whether he learned from his first stint as general manager when he was in Carolina he, when he pulled the franchise tag from under Josh Norman and rubbed some of the team leaders the wrong way with his hardline negotiating. It is still believed that the bad blood left Okay, behind was a significant, significant part of his downfall and ultimately ultimately led to his firing. So you make me believe that you're kind of nervous about this whole Gettleman era. I've been, era. Ner- the I've whole been, Gettleman I've era been nervous right since he got hired because it didn't work out well for him in Carolina. So what makes it going to work out well for him in New York? If you're not going to change your ways and your hardline negotiating and whatnot. And it seems to me they're going to keep Eli... On that year. stupid contract when you could have the contract when you could have negotiated. Which makes me believe even more that they're gonna draft a quarterback. Why? To keep well, the, not I mean that contract's what, twenty mil? Twenty 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 mil twenty three. It's not gonna make any sense to use another fifteen mil on on the quarterback. I think they're gonna draft a quarterback. Twenty three point two million against Eli's gonna be the starter and kind of be that, you know guy to I pray to God Vinny stop talking about this because I just, you're, I just you're, see it coming you know what when you're wrong I'm texting you I'm blowing up your phone I'm gonna FaceTime you and just like give Dwayne you so Haskins much stop knock that off knock it off I just see things kind of like how the next <sighs> summer might go yeah and maybe how when they, when they the get, Giants when, yeah when they're gonna be the worst team in the NBA and get the number five pick in the <laughs> NBA draft and we I pick, mean and we pick Bowl Bowl from Oregon. The, the That's ping how it's pong go. balls never go the Knicks way. So don't don't act like it does. Don't ha- has it in thirty years. Don't act like it does. Dave Gettleman talked last week at the combine about the salary cap and the financial implications of using the franchise tag on Collins. Okay, he would have counted eleven point five million uh, against the cap this season if tagged. And Gettleman said the New York Giants didn't have much money available under the cap, projected at twenty nine million. Okay. And Collins' salary plus the rookie pool and ne- the necessary in-season nest egg would leave them with little in reserve. But the reality is that Collins' salary on the franchise tag would have been a nice number. But it's not something that should have been completely prohibitive. Okay, Because now, like we talked about, Eli Manning, the Giants are keeping a 38-year-old Eli Manning who counts for $23.2 million against the cap. There was Surely, so many ways to keep Collins if they desired. They just didn't want to keep him because of James James Betcher's system, which makes no sense. Gettleman also noted Collins would not have been happy with the franchise tag. He wouldn't have showed for the offseason program or training camp an unwanted uh, distraction in the GM's eyes. Who is he to say what what Landon Collins was going to do? We haven't heard anything of the sort from Landon Collins in that instance. So you're a sad Giant fan today. They're excuses, yes, because Dave Gettleman is the worst GM, I think, in the NFL. I hate Dave Gettleman. There's nothing in this world that will make me change my mind. There will be a strong market for Landon Collins, rightfully so. He's still relatively young, and he's been one of the best safeties in the game for the past four years. Um, 
Colts, Redskins, Chiefs are landing spots for him. After the st- and after most of the start of last week, a lot of people couldn't believe he'd be allowed to leave. One NFC pro personnel executive asked, they're not really going to let him go, right? Like <laughs> They thought it was a foregone conclusion that the Giants weren't going to let him go and he would, would retain him. I mean, Collins is a good player. One, He's easily one of the best in his position. Can you agree with me there? One of the best in his position at what he does. But this move wasn't against wasn't uh, as much about the salary cap as it was about Gettleman not seeing the value in the player, and that's where I think Dave Gettleman is a bad evaluator at talent of players. I mean, it, it, he if you don't see the value in this type of player, who do you see a value in? Like, like and they that, don't have that much money this offseason. That's either. my question, though. Like, like who who is gonna you know? They're you not hear, doing anything. Maybe they're the honey stick. badger. Don't get me I'm wrong. I, I I would take Tyron Matthew. I would Matthew. I would take him. Like whatever. He's he's very serviceable. He's still very good at what he does. But we all know coverage wasn't Collins' specialty. No, he, he he's a safety who thrives being near he's the line like of a... scrimmage. And Betcher, like most defensive coaches, prefers interchangeable safeties. Collins likes to be up on the line of scrimmage. He likes to get in there. He's and like, get a his, Jamal, more like a Jamal Adams he, type he, of player. He likes Jamal Adams is like Landon Collins. Yes. He likes to get his hands dirty. Jamal Adams isn't he's not, that uh, caliber you know, yet. He's not guarding a tight end. You know, that's not his forte. But, but but here we go. If this was all the case, why didn't they trade Collins last year? Exactly. Before that's he, all we need. Before he, traded, uh, before he tore his labrum and his value was depressed. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Why string him along and never show any desire to strike a long-term deal? Why do it? Okay? This is this is a lethal message to send to the locker room. This is not a good message to send to the locker room with how they dealt with your team captain, your best defensive player, your leading defensive player with tackles in the past four seasons. This is not a good message. Listen, if I'm a Giant fan, I'm nervous right now. Uh you know, you I don't be? I don't hey, how can you not be? How can you not be? I mean, Gettleman has not shown anything yet. And, you know, you know, give them a couple of seasons, you know, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt, but you know, it started with the draft last year. I mean, Saquon Barkley is a great, great running back. Not taking anything away. You still go with a quarterback. But you know, there were, there was a quarterback draft and you know, you, uh, you were preaching it all last year. Who did I want? You wanted, you wanted Darnold. And where did he and go? And he would have he been yours if you wanted him. Like he, he fell into our lap. Fell when ba- into the lap. When Baker Mayfield went number fell one. Fell into my team's he lap. He fell into my lap, and I was so excited. And now he's a New York Jet. And now I, it pains me to root for Sam Darnold because he's a Jet. I will never buy a Jet uniform, but I do have a but USC. But you always root for him. But I have a USC Sam Darnold jersey that I will wear once in a while. And you want to see him do well. Of course. I want to see Sam Darnold do well. I do. I, th- I, I think he, when it's all said and done, I've said this over and over again, I think he's going to be the best quarterback in that draft class. I think he's going to be a – first of all, he's going to be the greatest quarterback in Jets history because the bar is set so low in the, <laughs> for the Jets quarterback position. Um, I, I just I just hope and pray that the Giants be smart, especially in this year's draft. And the draft is coming and the combine with everything. We're going to start going over uh, draft stuff because draft is about a month away. I want to say, right, what is it, end of April 28th, like right around there? Give or yeah, take. it's usually end of April. So so within the next week or two, we're really going to get into the NFL draft, and 
and and and all that good stuff. But it, it's this this whole Lane of Collins thing just really upsets me, and it just doesn't make any sense how you don't want to use a franchise tag on him. There was no. There was I have you heard anything about him not going to go to off-season war programs or him coming out and saying I haven't heard any of that if he was going to get franchised nope. and that's why it makes me so freaking mad that they didn't franchise him or do anything and they just let this talent walk away for free and hoping hoping and praying for a third round draft pick compensatory draft pick that is what they're hoping for and that is what makes me sick that's what I, makes me sick. Hey. Uh, you know, if I'm, I'm you, I'm nervous. I, I mean, ooh, you want to know the Giants' big-time move? They re-signed veteran quarterback Alex Tanny. There you go. So this, this is great. To be continued. This is great. To be continued. Ladies and gentlemen, I am upset, but that is it for our show. Um, here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Dirt and Long. We will be back tomorrow. I'm probably going to have Speedy in here if he is able to do that. Otherwise, we'll be back on Thursday, 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 Thursday with Speedy and I going forward as we get into some New York Jets stuff. Maybe Vinny will call in on Thursday as we get into some New York Jets stuff and all that other good stuff. But that is it for our show here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Live at the studio of Worldwide Sports Radio. All right, let's go. It's the third and long show. And here's your host, Maddie Caps. And welcome, everybody, to a brand new show of Third and Long here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Bohemia, Long Island. It is a frigid, cold day here. You got myself, Mr. Matty Caps, along with Mr. Vinny Rubo, my producer, my co-host, a good friend of mine here as well. We have a lot, a lot of stuff that I want to really talk about and go over since we really didn't get as much done as I wanted yesterday. But um, one of the things we're going to go through today in uh, the NBA, I want to talk about uh, is LeBron James the best player on the planet anymore for what he's doing in L.A.? I want to talk about uh, is he a coach killer? Does he get coaches fired? Is he a coach killer? I firmly believe he is. Um, And then this is the biggest debate that's been going on forever. Is him missing the playoffs, does that end the LeBron Jordan debate going forward and uh we're going to talk about that and then are we going to talk and then I want to talk about what Kevin Durant said about the Celtics that they will be fine once they get into the playoffs I have a lot to say about that as well and then we're going to get into the NFL I want to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers saga still going on Le'Veon Bell where he might be going where the New York Jets are firm favorites for the running back. And I know Mr. Vinny Rubo is a Jet fan, so I want to hear what he has to say about that. And then I want to talk about could Antonio Brown possibly be a Steeler come week one? That will be really interesting. And then this breaks my heart. The Giants are not going to franchise tag Landon Collins, and that kills me. But first the things first. Giants are a mess. Mr. Vinny Rubo, lay off my team, number one. Number two, how are you today? 
Uh, I am doing pretty well. Pretty well. Can't complain. How about you? I'm just living a dream. You know, <laughs> living a dream. Uh, nothing really to get into for my life. My life is just boring right now, considering I have 80-something days. Every until. Lakers loss, I get happier and happier. And Evan wants to kill himself. Every Laker loss, that happens. But uh, He might have hoaxed that team. I mean, he went from one team to another, and that team is jinxed now as well. And Is, is he the mush? Maybe. Is Evan Perlmutter the mush? <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. I'm going to have him call into our show within the next week or two. I'm going to talk to him going forward. But uh, let's get into it right now. And... Vinny, with the way the Lakers are playing, obviously they lost to the Clippers last night and they didn't play well again. LeBron James just looks a shadow of himself. I mean, he and just who is the best team in LA right now? It's the Clippers. It it is the Clippers. Clippers are in the eighth spot in the playoffs right now. Um you look at the way they were playing, you gotta give Doc Rivers all the credit in the world, especially after they got rid of Tobias. And Harris. don't you love as a player it's it's such a like um Something from straight from the '90s, like a Patrick Beverly asking the, to guard LeBron, and you know, just just that pit bull mentality that you don't see too much anymore in the NBA these days. I just loved it. I, I loved every bit of it. I, you would love, you know, he's that player that you love to hate. If he's on your team, you love him. You hate him if he's not on your team because he's just that Toledovich? annoying. No, Beverly. Oh, Beverly. Yeah, the the guard. The, Patrick the, Beverly, yeah, yes. the point guard who who wanted to guard LeBron last night. Yeah, well, he's only six foot one, six foot two. There's not much you can expect from him going forward. But but yeah. he did well against yeah. Beverly against LeBron. LeBron, listen, he looks disengaged. He looks disinterested. He looks like he don't he don't want to be there. He doesn't want to be in L.A. for some reason. Um, I actually no, I think he does want to be in L.A. He just doesn't like the way the team is right now. But he has to realize he's the reason for all this. There's no one else to blame but LeBron, and I'm going to keep saying it, and I'm going to sound like a broken record. Do you think he care. shuts it down now? No, absolutely not. LeBron's not shutting it down. There is no chance in hell, LeBron. He's a competitor. I hate all this talk of the, of him shutting down. Um, you know, he's a competitor. Talent. Um, it's just not. Or, oh, all the analysts saying. Oh, yeah. it's just so annoying, and it's just such. It's such something that the NBA, it's the league, you know, it's not just NBA. It's it's like sports has gone soft now. Like if stuff don't go your way, then you just, you quit. You're, you're just learning that? I mean, it's no, I'm not just learning that. But it's, it's gotten like progressively that. worse. Yes, it definitely has And, been. you know, it's just our mentality now. Well, well, let's just, you know, quit while we're ahead now. And just try again next year. And it's just life doesn't work like that. And, you know, I would hope and I don't think it's going to happen, but I would hope that LeBron just sticks with it and, you know, just plays plays the season out. Maybe he doesn't play as many minutes now. But yeah, I think he's not going to play as many minutes if I'm going to be honest with you, but he's still going to go out there and play. He owes it he's to a the fans. I think he's a competitor. He, he, he's not. Giving I th- yeah, uh, I don't think it's in his DNA to quit. Yep, you're right. So I think he does play it out, even though, you know, some of these analysts and stuff are saying just, you know, don't play the rest of the year, including Paul Pierce, who is a moron to me. Yeah, well, he's Paul Pierce, so. And I I just think that he will play it out. I think, you know, he owes it, if anything, he owes it to those fans who pay so much money for those tickets. Laker tickets are not not cheap to begin with. And then he comes and, you know. Just play it out. Play the rest of the season. I think he will, you know, play as hard as he 
possibly can the rest of the way. He has nothing to lose. And, you know, see where you are at the end of the year. But that's exactly what it's going to be. He's a competitor. He's not going to give up on his team. If he does give up on his, on his team and shut it down, it just shows what type of player he really is. He's a selfish player that only cares about himself and nobody else. And that is something I don't stand for, and I'm not a big fan of that if that's the case. But the LA Lakers, they're, they're in a they're in a buttload of trouble. I mean, Luke Walton, like we've said yesterday, is a sitting duck. LeBron James yesterday, he turned his back on uh, him in the huddle. Like, you don't. Do that when you want when you're the superstar and you want to be a leader for these young guys. That really aggravated me. And if I'm sure if Luke Walton saw it during it, he probably would have sat down LeBron James because he's being an arrogant little spoiled B I T C H. And that's the type of stuff that bothers me. But the question remains, Vinny, is LeBron James right now the best player in the on the planet? And if you want me to be honest with you, no. I don't think he is. No. I, I, Between the injuries, and we're finally seeing. Well, we've never seen him get injured well, before. Well, the injuries. I'm not. I'm not talking about the injuries. But it's the way he's playing. There's basketball. there's a lot of there's a bunch of players that have played. I think better than LeBron this year. This year, oh, easily, easily. But that's what we're talking about yep. this year. Oh, absolutely. Is he the best player and on the planet? I think Paul right George now. has played better this year. Do you agree with Paul George? Yeah. With How many players playing? do you think have played better than LeBron this year? Under five. I'm gonna go Giannis. I'm going to go James Harden. I'll go Paul George. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Durant. Been, Kevin Durant. I think Curry. Curry? Uh, no, I I think I, we expect so much from Curry and when he doesn't do the things. Uh, but he's had some great games. Yeah, I, but, I think, but again, so LeBron still had great games this season. It's not like he hasn't had great games this season. So uh, I'm going to go with those. Maybe Kawhi Leonard being a better uh being so, there. so five, five, five guys, five, five, six guys, right, right, right in there are better than LeBron right now. And I'm going to be honest with you, Anthony Davis. No, he's not better than LeBron right now. Not right now. Mm, I think that's close, closer than you think. I'm not saying it's not close. I'm just saying right now, Anthony Davis had injuries as well, so it's not like he didn't miss games either. Not like, as many as, as uh, well, yeah, but as the, LeBron. But this is the first time LeBron James has ever missed anything in his entire life. Okay, but again, if I had to pick. Right now, the number one player in the world right now in my eyes is Kevin Durant with Giannis being 1B. 1A and 1B is Durant and Giannis. Can you agree with me right there with, with that? Durant. Durant. I agree with Durant. I don't, I don't put you, you Giannis don't think, up there. But, but you don't think he's right behind him? You don't even no. think he's number two? No. Really? Really, really, uh, really? He's probably, t- he's probably third. I mean, I'll give him that. Who do you have at number two? Don't tell me Paul George. Please don't. No. Um... It's either Anthony Davis or Steph. With the way they're playing right now, it's either those two over Giannis. Play- I, I would have to agree. I had disagree wholeheartedly. Giannis with with that instance. Gian- Giannis with the way he's playing, it's not even close. How how great he is. Uh, yeah, he he's dominating right now. I'll give him top three. He's top three to me. Uh, well, you're also a Steph Curry lover, so I'm not. Uh, I'm taking that with a grain of salt. You are a Steph Curry lover. Don't don't act like you aren't. You love Steph Curry more than anything. Well, he's the second best point guard of all time. Yes. <laughs> Who's the best point guard of all time? Magic. I like that. I, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. No, Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. Point guard. Shooter. But no, no, he's the 
He's the second best point guard of all time. We we, we could debate about this because I like a few other overall point guards better than Steph Curry. Do I think Steph Curry's the best shooting point guard of all time? Yes, one. And do I think he's the best shooter of all time? Yes, two. So that's not even – I'm not even going to argue with that. And I remember when maybe a year or two ago, I don't know if it was you also, but it was Errol and definitely some other people saying John Wall's better than Steph Curry. That was Errol. Get that garbage out of here now. That's a joke. That's a laughable, laughable comparison at this point. That was Errol. You know him and his. Oh, I know. It was definitely Errol, but I don't know. There were other people who sided with him. I I definitely. And I just laughed it off, and here we are, and it's. If anything, I said it, it's possible, but. It's not possible anymore for him to be remotely as close to him, but he's definitely not as good as Steph Curry. But this is about LeBron James. So right now, LeBron James has listen. Kevin Durant has always wanted to be the considered the best player on the planet, and he thought after the uh, NBA Finals last year that he was going to be considered the best player on the planet. And coming into the season, LeBron James was still considered the best player on the planet. Which you know what? It is what it is. And again, he could win MVP at any given time, any given place. So. It doesn't really, really matter at at, at that sta- at that uh, standpoint. the The fact of the matter is, LeBron James does looks like a shadow of himself. Could he still be injured? Maybe, maybe he is still injured. We don't know. We don't hear any stories. But he did. Grab- I don't want to hear all those excuses. Either now. do I. Either he's do playing. I. Either do I. No. Listen. If you're injured, you're not playing. And, exactly. And he's playing. So I don't even want to hear that. Yeah, and I don't want to hear it after the season that he played with like a a grade three nope. groin sprain throughout care. the whole thing. Yeah, no, I don't care if you. I'm I'm with you. If you're playing right now, I mean, I get it. Listen, groin injuries could take two weeks. They could take three months. Okay, I totally understand that. But if you're going to go out there and play and you still look good, it's not like he's not getting up there for dunks. It's not like he's not moving well. Okay, because he is moving well. But the fact is is that he is playing, and if you're going to go out there and play, you have to give it 100%. Now, if you're 100%, if you're not 100% and you're still out there giving it 100%, I respect you, but I don't want to hear excuses after the season that you've played with a grade 2 or grade 3 groin sprain for the last uh for the no, last I don't even think they would have played him season. if that was the case. No, but I'm just saying, you don't know what the media I, I, and, I, I, and the Lakers are going to say. They could possibly come out and say, yeah, he's had a grade 3 uh, groin strain going throughout the entire season. You know, like they just to save their superstar in LeBron James, which it, there's nothing to save. He's just not the best player right now. And then, then the other question remains: Is Father Time catching up with him? And I'm gonna have to wait and see next year. I'm gonna have to see how he plays next year. If if he comes out scot free, injury free, and the Lakers they do some moves, who they, do they add next year? That's that, you know that, that's gonna that's be a, a big that's that a big gonna, summer for the Lakers. And, it's a big summer for a lot of teams, and we're gonna keep talking about it. Celtics, Knicks, Lakers, or Clippers, Clippers, all, all big Brooklyn teams. has money. All big teams, uh, all big team, yeah, all big teams that we're gonna be hearing about up until July first when uh, free agency starts, and you you call it uh, Christmas time in the summer for for you. Hopefully this year for the New hopefully. York Knicks. That is something we're going to have to wait and see, even though I don't expect much from the New York Knicks because they always tend to let me down every We've, which with way. The, with the Phoenix beating Milwaukee last night, Knicks are it, it, the but, worst record in the league right now. But it doesn't right look now. so bad with the Lakers losing to Phoenix either, you know? Like, I thought about that because the Lakers lost in, uh, in Phoenix when they were supposed to win, and then Phoenix, uh, and then the Milwaukee Bucks just lost in Phoenix. 
as yeah. well. So it, listen, and, and no, 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 the the Suns are a ter- terrible team. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> They're bound to win some games. I'm not disagreeing with that. Um, I don't know what happened. I I did not you know catch any of the highlights or anything about. I don't know if a- anyone sat out of no, last night's game no. for the Bucks. Giannis had a double double. He had 13 boards. He had 20 something points. Maybe they just took him too lightly. No, well, not- it, it, Chris Middleton also shot one for 12. So, so that had something to definitely do with that. And the going Knicks forward. play the Suns tomorrow. Tankathon. Oh, please, please, dear God, I, <laughs> I, I, I need the Knicks to lose every which way. That's a big, big game in Nickland. It, it is. It is a big game. That, that is for sure <laughs> in Nickland. But LeBron James, he's a shadow of himself right now. He doesn't look interested in L.A. He. Kyle Kuzma. So you are convinced done with the playoffs this year? Oh now. yeah. After they, last night's loss, I think I think stick up, a fork in them. I think up until a week ago, I said I was saying to I mean, myself, I think now they were Luke done. Walton's a sitting duck. Well, we knew that Luke Walton was a sitting duck for the past he's month and a be, half. He's going to be. The report is he's going to be gone after this. And you want to know who the Vegas has as favorite? Tyrone. No, Lue. he's not the favorite in Vegas. They, I hear it's seventy-five percent. It's going to be Tyrone Lue next. But you want to know what the Vegas odds has as a favorite? Is it Kid? Yeah, it's Jason Kid. Mm. At plus three hundred, Tyron Lue at plus five fifty. That's what. That's what. They, listen, that's Vegas. What they have. Vegas has been wrong before. We we've seen it over and over again. Okay, but um, I'm it, here and it's pretty much money in the bank. It's Tyron Lue. Listen, if it's Tyron Lue, it's Tyron Lue. You want to know who the Lakers really want to be the head coach? Who they want more than anything? Who Magic wants? Who LeBron James has openly advocated for to be the head coach of the L.A. Lakers? Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. You know who, too. To the Lakers? Yeah. Give me a clue. College coach. Coach K. Yeah. They want Coach K more than anything in this It's not world. happening. No, of course it's not happening. You know, If but you're Coach K, do you do you leave the Duke? No, absolutely not. I mean, what? I mean, what is he going to get why, from the why, NBA? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Why would I leave Duke to go? Probably less money. Uh, no. It would have to be. It would have to be more money. No, it would be much more money. I'm going to say a couple million more. Money. I mean, I don't know what he gets for Col- for Duke. I would I think assume. He, I think he gets like seven point five or eight million dollars a year. He would have to. Yeah, easily. But again, he's Nike and all so that are you? Stuff. Are you giving Coach K ten mil plus a year? Easily to be a easily head coach of easily. a. You know he's never coached in the NBA, but he's coached these guys to to uh, championship medals. And don't get me wrong, you and I could have coached it, the Dream Team <laughs> too in 2014 or whenever it was, or 2008 when they came back and uh, smashed everybody in the in the Olympics. You and I could have coached that team, okay? Um, but yeah, they all want Coach K to be the coach, and and that's not even the, a debate. They've all openly advocated and said it. I can't see Coach K being 70 years old, I think he is, leaving the Duke post to go be the coach of the L.A. Lakers. I mean, unless LeBron James has that big of influence, but I just don't see that happening whatsoever. Um, Yeah, LeBron James, father time's catching up to you, and it's sad to see. I think he – I don't know if he – listen, if he gets injured again, if something else happened, I I think he he doesn't last four years in L.A. I, I I think he's going to retire before then, pending no, on the I, no, listen pending I think, on the injury I d- and what happens. I want to see him play. Next I do year. think the you know all time scoring record is important to him, as far as you know legacy and whatnot. Well, I, his legacy's ruined. So gun we, to your head, does LeBron win another championship in gun, his career? I you know me, 
I don't bet against them in any which way. It's tough for me. There's a couple people in this world I don't bet against. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You know, I don't bet against Peyton Manning. Okay? I don't bet against Coach K. Um, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't bet against LeBron James winning a championship. But This is a quick, easy no to me. Quick, easy no. Why is it a quick, easy no? I just think he's done. I don't so, think he's, so he's even, winning anything anymore. Even if they make a big-time move over the summer or have yep. two big-time moves, you don't think he wins a championship? It depends what they'd have to be. I mean, they'd have to have two superstars. I well, don't think. I think Anthony Davis with a bunch of good role players around him, I think they could win a championship in the West. Chris, keep in mind that no. wa- that Warriors team's going to be split up after the season, and they're going to come back down to earth, and everybody's going to be on eleven. I think he's field. done winning. I think he's done. Yeah, no, it's a listen. It's a fair enough question, and and you know what? You're more than likely right. I think he's fine with it too. I don't I think don't. he cares. You listen. You see by his body language here with the way he's playing now, like he just doesn't give a crap about the L.A. Lakers or anything in that. And that's the way it looks to fans like myself and you. I'm sure you see the same thing. It looks like he doesn't give a flying you-know-what. Am I right? Isn't that what it looks like to he you? Just, he just looks disengaged. Yeah, he does. He, 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 he looks like he just doesn't want to be there. And Did you see uh, that one play where it was inbounds pass and Kyle Kuzma pushed him into the that guy. That was to, him for him to play defense because he wasn't playing defense. <laughs> I, I said that five minutes ago. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah, I said that five minutes ago. I mean, Kyle Kuzma had to push <laughs> LeBron James to play defense and move over and cover his guy because LeBron James was doing absolutely nothing of the sort. And it's quite sad to see that, that that's the case going forward. Then the, the, the fans were chanting about Kobe. Well, yeah, they, they want Kobe back. And, and it's funny. I, I read something, I want to say, about two weeks ago when they had the same record, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, at that time. I think they said he was 29-37 and 37 or something. Well, whatever it was, it was the, the records were the exact same, and Kobe led his team to the playoffs at 49 and whatever, and LeBron James is not going to make it to the playoffs. LeBron James will never even come close to Kobe in L.A., and, and that's a fact. Well, you know, Kobe's beloved there. That's, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Kobe A couple is of years LA. in L.A. for LeBron is not equal. For his whole career. 20 years. 19 years for, you know, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, no, you're 100% right with that. But I, I didn't actually hear the chance they were saying about Kobe Bryant. What were they saying about Kobe? Um, we we want Kobe or Kobe's better. I forget. Let me Google it. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually kind of kind of funny. Kind of funny. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to a quick break. And when we do come back from break, I'm going to end this debate between the LeBron and Michael Jordan if he don't make the playoffs. And even if he did make the playoffs, I'm going to end this debate right here, right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back from break, the LeBron James, Michael, Shor- Michael Jordan debate. We're going to get into that when we come back at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you are listening to the Third and Long Show. And here's your host, Matty Cabs. 631-676-2968 is the number to reach us here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Third and Long. I am Matty Caps along with my co-host and producer, Mr. Vinny Rubo, here as well. And now, ladies and gentlemen... I'm going to get into it because I'm just sick and tired of always hearing about it. (laughs) With LeBron James, and I'm going to ask Vinny Rubo this first before I really get into what I have to say. 
With LeBron James missing the playoffs. This was never a debate to does me. Does that end LeBron James? This was James never a debate, debate to me. It was never a debate. It was, it was uh, you know, I never thought LeBron was ever better than Michael. It, you could just tell there's just a different mindset with Michael Jordan and LeBron. And, you know, eight straight finals don't do anything to me, especially in that weak East. It's it's impressive with, with some of the teams he's brought to the finals. But, you know, you're the best player. If, you're, if you are the greatest player ever, then you're making the playoffs this year. Aren't, you know, don't you agree? I mean, if you want to be considered the best player on the planet and best player to I'm ever not even step saying foot on the, greatest. On, the, on the court, you are supposed to make the playoffs wherever you go. Wherever you go. Gr- greatest ever? Now, you're the greatest ever? You're making the playoffs this year. Playoffs. We're not asking you to win a championship. We're asking you to make the playoffs. Be one of eight teams in your conference to make the playoffs. And you're not doing you're not even doing that. You're under five hundred. It, it it's really it it's simple. And and, and you said it like it it was never a debate to you. It was never ever a debate to me. And you you hit the nail right on the head. It, a lot of it is the mentality on what he does and his mental. LeBron James is a wussy. Is an absolute wuss. Um, he doesn't have the mentality to go out there and be the Kobe Bryant's, the Michael Jordans, the killers to win the game for for their team. Because again, let's be real, Vinny. When when LeBron James won his championships. Was he ever the closer or the finisher for his teams in any of the championships that he's that he's won? Be real here. Was he ever the closer for any? Always Wade. It was Wade and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. In his three championships, it was Wade and Kyrie Irving. So he doesn't have that mentality to go out there and be the killer, the Mamba, like Kobe Bryant was, like Michael Jordan was. He he just doesn't have it to me. And in my eyes, again, it was never a debate. It's not even a question. You look, you look at Michael Jordan, what he's done, okay? And people talk about everything. Scottie Pippen this, Scottie Pippen that. Yeah, you're right, Scottie Pippen. Let, 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 let's talk about this a little bit, all right? I, I, I took some notes this morning because I knew we were going to talk about this. Um, Michael Jordan, uh, he had the higher PER throughout, throughout his career so far. Um, you look at uh, he played more games per season, minutes per season, and win shares per season. Michael Jordan, um, six and zero in championships compared to LeBron James, three and eight, uh, three and six. Sorry, right? Three and six or three and seven? Three and six. Three and six. He's been there nine times. Three and three six. and six. Three and six. Okay. Uh, and and again, people talk and about that's being generous. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> he yeah. should have been at least two and two and eight, maybe one and seven. Yeah. So, you look at it. Um, they all talk about Scottie Pippen this, Scottie Pippen that. First time playing with an All Star, Michael Jordan was with Scottie Pippen. Okay, obviously, and they played against the defending and soon to be repeating champions, the Detroit Pistons, in. Game seven, which Michael Jordan uh, never in uh, in the in the NBA championship never went to a game seven. Keep that in mind, okay? Um, in game seven of that Eastern Conference Finals between the Chicago Bulls and the Detroit Pistons, Pippen played forty two minutes and had two points 
okay? 42 minutes, two points. And they barely lost to a Detroit Pistons team. And here's another statistic that really stands out. They never lost three games in a row, ever. Ever. They've never lost. Michael Jordan, in his whole NBA career, has never lost three games in a row. How crazy is that? Like, that statistic, I heard that this morning on uh, CBS Sports, okay? How crazy is that Michael, uh, that Michael Jordan never lost three games in a row? I'm asking you, what, what do you think about that? How crazy is that? That, that he's never done anything of the... This is his whole career. Whole career. Never lost three games in a row. Playoffs, championship games, championship series, regular season. Even like his rookie year and stuff like that. Never lost three games in a row. Um, never lost three games in a row ever leading up to his first retirement. So after that, he did. No, before that, he never lost three in a row. Well, I said after After that. he did. Ever, though. But how crazy is that? Leading up to his first retirement, he never lost three. You know, games I'm surprised just because you know, even the first couple of years Michael was in the league, it was it was a little bit of a struggle for him, especially you know getting past the Pistons. You know, it wasn't it wasn't just given to him. He, you know, it was eight eight years I think in the league before he won his first title. So yeah, that is surprising to me. It uh, it has to be. It's surprising to everybody. But again. This has never been a debate to Vinny. It's never been a debate for me. LeBron James doesn't even sniff Michael Jordan's underwear. Um, he uh, he'd be lucky to play on the same floor, in my opinion, on the same floor as Michael Jordan, in my opinion. If you want me to be honest, um, I used to think LeBron James could have been up there, and I know your brother Tony thinks LeBron James is the best player on the planet. Am I right? Or ever to play the game, Vinny? Am I right? Yes. He thinks LeBron James. I don't think LeBron James is up there. Uh, I think when it's all said and done, LeBron James will be on the Mount Rushmore, but I don't even know if he will, he'll be number two at that point. I look at it, this LeBron James-Michael Jordan debate really makes me sick because it's not even close. It's really not. Michael Jordan took off season after season. After, he, he, he left to go play baseball for three seasons for crying out loud. You know, what was it, three, three seasons he left for? He missed three or four seasons in the NBA. I know. No, I don't think it was that long. Then it was two seasons. Two. two seasons. So he missed two seasons in the NBA. He missed 164 games in the NBA, and and that's just a regular season. And, and it was and, the two years Rockets won. Yeah, but but people talk about oh LeBron James's points and stuff and all that nonsense. Yeah, actually, it was one year, and then the second one and a year, half year, one and a half yeah. years because because he, he came back. War and number forty five. They lost in the playoffs. Yeah, war number forty five. And all that stuff. But again, LeBron James and this Michael Jordan debate is just asinine if you want to ask me. One, two different positions. Two, LeBron James does not have that killer mentality that that uh, Michael Jordan had. Michael Jordan wanted the ball. He wanted to take the last shot. He wanted to win this game. He wanted to win more than anything. You know? I, I, I mean, it, it's just crazy that people even debate it in my eyes. Like... Why, 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 why? What? What's your reasoning for debating it? LeBron James can't sniff Michael Jordan's underwear. Michael Jordan is the best The thing player. is, I think they, they think that LeBron makes everyone better and makes teammates better and makes teams better by him being on the team. And I think it's just different mentality Michael had. Michael was more of a scorer, which was kind of like how Kobe is. So I think they were more comparable 
than LeBron and Michael. But I, I that's what I just think. I just think that they think that LeBron makes you know teams better. You know they they'll say, oh, M- Michael would have never brought th- those. You know that first Cavs team to the finals. Yes, he would have easily. And you know that's that's but that's the argument that they make easily. I mean, you look at it. He has six championships to LeBron's three. LeBron has played more seasons in the NBA. Uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron are both at 13 playoff appearances. Um, season MVPs, Jordan's beaten LeBron by one. Finals MVP is 6-3, to three, not even close. Uh, all NBA teams, LeBron James is winning. Of course, obviously, he's played more seasons. All defensive first teams, people say that Michael Jordan never really played defense. Yeah, well, he won the for all, all defensive first team nine times in his career. Um, all defensive teams nine times for Michael Jordan. Defensive player of the year, one. Scoring leader, 10 to one in Michael Jordan's favor. Steals leader, Michael Jordan. I mean, it's points per game, beats him. But the rebounds and assists, LeBron James beat him. But steals, Jordan beats him. It's it's just it's neck and neck I, I I guess when it comes to statistics wise, but I just don't see it. Is I, LeBron your my question is is LeBron in your top three ever? Top three ever is LeBron in it? Is uh, he on the, your Mount Rushmore? Of, well, Mount Rushmore's five. Okay, is he on your Mount Rushmore? Is he on my Mount Rushmore? Of LeBron, let me think. Michael Jordan is up there. Um, I would have to take uh, Will Chamberlain has to be up there for me. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Uh, so Kareem's not up there? Kareem I could put up there instead of Will Chamberlain. You can't put both? I mean, I can. I mean, if, if you want me to go, yeah, I would put LeBron James on my Mount Rushmore. He'd be the last guy in on my Mount Rushmore. But he's not top three then? No, he's not top three in my eyes. And I, I've actually debated with people before that I've never thought he was top three compared to the other players. Because what people tend to forget, Vinny, and I talk about this all the time, do people realize that if Michael Jordan played in this era, okay, in this day and age where the fouls are soft, softer than baby doo-doo, okay, if Michael Jordan played in this era, he averaged 30 points a game his entire career, okay, how many points a game do you think he would average playing in this era right now? Be be realistic here, and, and I'll be realistic. You see, you see James Harden. Uh, I'll I'll be realistic. He would average fifty plus points a game this season if he played in this era. With with no I, no, no no I wouldn't go that he, far. Why? Because he would go to the free throw line more than James Harden. Okay, and he would he he's a better shooter overall shooter than James Harden is. He would easily but, average fifty. But this, you know, he was never a great three-point shooter, and this he is, shot thirty-three percent from three, which isn't good, and especially at the guard position. And and even in the beginning of his career, he was he wasn't a, a good three. He got better at, at the end of his career. So I think, you know, this is a day and age of the three-pointer. I don't think it would be as drastic as a fifty points. He'll I be, think he would do it with ease. He would score be 20 from the free throw to James line. Harden in the high 30s. He would be better than James Harden. He would easily – okay, fine. You don't think 50? You have to keep in mind, James Harden shoots 15 free throws. I don't Mike, think he would – Michael Jordan would eclipse that just at the free would, throw line. I don't think he would want to average 50. I don't think he would need to. So I, I don't think he would ever come – where he is. I mean – Put him he, on that Bulls team. On the Bulls team now, he would average 50. No, on, the, on his Bulls team in, in this era – 
his bowl team, his Bulls team in this era. Like I don't think he's averaging fifty a game. I don't. I don't. <coughs> you know. The, I mean, obviously the rules are totally different, but I don't think he's going to need to. I. It's just. I. You know. I. I don't know. It's just the fact that he shot eight shoots eighty three percent his for his career at the free throw line, really. Really gets to it, and with the ticky tack fouls and touch fouls, with Michael Jordan have the, having the ball most of the time in his hands in this day and age, he would score twenty something points at half. You have to keep in mind he was probably the best mid range shooter that we've seen in our lifetime that you and I have seen because we've actually seen Michael Jordan play in the nineties. I've been to some of his games before when he was with the Bulls, when he was with the Washington Wizards towards the end of his career. I've seen him play live. I'm lucky enough to say I seen Michael Jordan play basketball live. Okay. He was probably, and actually he is the best mid range jump shooter and one-on-one player I've ever seen in my lifetime. Probably you too. I don't think you've ever seen a better one-on-one player, mid-range shooter than LeBron uh, than Michael Jordan. No, and I don't even think it's close. He would absolutely kill everybody in this in this day and age. Murder everybody that's trying to cover him. He would do whatever he wanted to. It's 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 crazy. And again, he would score most of his points from the free throw line. Keep in mind, he was 83 percent career for his free throw uh, percentages. Okay, he he would have a day. For the NBA and what he's doing, I mean, you you, you look at it, it; it's not even close. Michael Jordan is the best player that's ever lived to play the game of basketball. He he's he's just it's not even argument argumentative, or it, it, you you can't even. I I love people that try to debate it because it's not even close. So it is what it is. It it it, it looks like we have a, a a caller today. So, oh. Okay, yeah, put him in. Mr. Ben Carey, how are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I just wanted to chime in on the combo here. Uh, I'll keep it shorter than last time. No, no, by all means. Give me give me what you want because you're. don't tell me you're going to say LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan and always no. will be. <laughs> no, I'm not. And for, first off, I'm 27 years old, right? So I... I you didn't really see my Michael, play. right? I, I actually got to see Michael play in person uh, against the Nuggets a few times, going with my dad. And I remember those years the Nuggets were, were terrible. Yes. in the early two, <laughs> the early two thousands. But yep. I remember watching Michael play, and I was like eight or nine, and I'm like, man, this guy, he's so good. Like he just had something about him that, first of all, I don't see in LeBron. Oh, but, that! Oh, you mean you're talking about that killer mentality, that kill, Mamba-like killer, like exactly. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan both have? Exactly, exactly. That that's what I'm talking about. But what I wanted to call in about that I've heard a few times thrown around with the whole Jordan LeBron comparison, and and it kind of alludes to the point of the uh, this the type of NBA basketball that Jordan played in versus the, the if you want to call it basketball these days. But anyway, that's a whole other <laughs> but. It, I love it. I love it. it. And I'm not. I'm forgetting the the uh, commentator, the the host who brought this up. I forget what show it was, but he made a really valid point. And he compared the centers of today's game, centers <laughs> with the, quotations of today's game, versus the centers of when you know when Jordan was playing, when you had the big 300 pounders. The centers in this day and age would stand no chance against Bill Lambeer oh, and all those guys. No chance. It's not even. You got uh, you got Vladdy Divac. Like, 
got, you know, punishers that if you're coming in the the paint, Shaq, you you're can, you're yeah. you're falling down. The only player in this yeah. day and age that I think could play back then in the '90s would be LeBron James because of his physicality and Kawhi Leonard because of his physicality as well. I don't think a lot of yeah. players could play in that day and age because you're if you're going to the rim in the 90s and the late 80s, early 90s and whatnot, and you're going up against the Detroit bad boys with Dennis Rodman when he was in his prime, like I said, Bill yeah. Lambeer, these guys were elbowing you in your nose, you were breaking your nose, <laughs> and there was going to be no foul called. These yeah. guys would not be able yeah, to do it. it. There's a there's a YouTube video that compares the the flagrant twos to the the, the fouls back in the day. It's sickening. <laughs> it's like they're literally the same fouls, but back in the nineties, they were it was just a foul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, it, it's crazy. Like grabbing them by the like the back or holding them. It's a flagrant one. We we're seeing it more in college nowadays too, as well. To be honest with you, yeah. so but I guess the point I want to get out is you know if Jordan had today's uh, refing the style of play. Um, I, I'm not gonna go out on. A, I'm not gonna say 50 points a game. Oh come but on! I could I could easily see a 40. I mean, he would listen. He averaged 30 points a game in one of the hardest eras to ever play basketball without a three point shot. Really, he did most of yeah. his work inside in the, in the mid range game. He's he's the best mid range shooter I've ever seen. Between 15 and 17 foot, he would do whatever he wants when he caught the ball in the low post or the high elbow and go one on one. Okay, he averaged 30. Points a game for his career. You're going to sit back there all the way in Colorado being a Gonzaga fan, which still makes me want to throw up. How does the 2000, <laughs> how does the 2017 National Championship grab you, huh? I'm a Carolina fan. Just thought yeah, I'd throw that, that out there. If, if, if our big dude in that game had even a half-decent game, we win that. But, hey. Oh, if, yeah. Karnowski. Karnowski. Yeah, I got you. But, anyway, back to this. You're going to really sit there and tell me. Michael Jordan in this era with all the stupid ticky-tack touch fouls that there are and being an 83% free throw shooter, he wouldn't average 50. James Harden has to shoot the ball. Wait, wait, wait. James Harden has to shoot the ball 28 times to get 40 points. Okay? But Jordan was high field goals. Too. But he was also a better field goal percentage shooter than James he, Harden. So he if, was, if he's going to shoot the ball 28 times, he, LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan's hitting about 40% of his shots compared to James Harden's 33% of his shots that he makes. And Michael Jordan is going to the free throw line much more than James Harden going to the free throw line. That's why I think Michael Jordan would average 15 points a game just from the free throw line alone. That's just my opinion. I'm pretty sure that free throw attempts are... Pretty similar. James Harden goes to the line. I think he's tops in the league besides him and Embiid. I know it, it is James Harden, but but that's my yeah. point. If Michael Jordan played in this era, he would go to the line. He would blow James Harden out of the water. Look at what Michael will, Jordan's I, I, done in the I, I, '90s I will, and his say, numbers. I will say that Harden Harden is really good at getting to the line. I watch I watch how he plays, and he he knows how to use his body, and he knows when to you know go up. And how to draw the foul. So let's be fair. Let's say even if Michael Jordan you say let's be fair, but let's be real here. A lot of a lot of uh, James Harden fouls aren't fouls. That's him that's just true. throwing his oh, arms yeah, up. Oh yeah, that's true. He, he you know he's 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 got the name. I understand that. No, my point is, is if we take James Harden's free throw attempts, let's just say that those were Jordan. So initially, I mean, off the bat, he's going to have at least like seven or eight more points a game, like easily, easily. So I mean. You do have a point there. Like, if you really break it down, and not to mention, if you take, like, let's say the average total points back in 
Jordan's era. Which was 89, 90, 91, 92. You could say, yeah. So, I mean, it's actually not as crazy. No, it's it's not. And, and, and you're yeah. bringing up all my points. Like, you're hitting the nail right on the head. You change the yeah. ears and the more points per game that are being scored now than there ever has been, okay? Le- and Michael Jordan playing in, in this era, okay? He would absolutely. Uh, there's not a doubt in my mind he would score 50 points. I think Michael Jordan, being 48 or 49 years old now, or whatever how old he is right now, <laughs> I think he could still put up 10 points a game in the NBA right now. Oh yeah. I, it, oh, yeah. I, I I've seen YouTube videos of him still dunking on people recently. Him still being able to shoot. It just doesn't go away. His athleticism and obviously his speed has went away. But if Michael Jordan really wanted to lace up his boots, he could easily score 10 points a game. In, oh, yeah. in this day and age, and not even. Hey boys, I got, I'm not going to go that far. All right. Okay, well, we'll talk again. Thanks, yes, ben. Yes, thanks, Colin. buddy. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Later. Next time. Be good. Ah, Ben Carey, all the way from Colorado. He he's starting to become a big listener of our show. I'm uh, friends with him in a couple groups and uh, on Facebook cool, and whatnot. Cool. He's a big college basketball guy now, as well. James Harden averages more free throws per game for his career, but. And especially, but, that, but this is my. But you're making my point. Uh, what I'm saying is, no, I know what you're going to say. That it's you get more fouls now than you did back. Yeah. back then. And and but what's James Harden free throw percentage? Career right now. What's his career free throw percentage? You have to have it in front of you. I'm sure. It is eighty five point seven. Oh, so he's a better free throw shooter than Michael Jordan is. But again, his career is not over. So we'll see how that goes. But okay. Fair enough. It's eighty five point seven. His career free throw shooting. And career Jordan's eighty three. Eighty three. Yeah. So I mean, in that instance, uh, I could understand that then that he's a two percent free throw sh- shooter better. So he's more. He's about one point two more made free throws. And his last four or five years uh, free throw attempts per game is ridiculous. It's eleven point five, ten point one, ten point nine, ten point two, ten point two. And what was Michael Le- Jordan only averaged double digits twice. Of of getting to the free throw line. Twice. But that's my point. That's crazy to me. And how scary is that that he still averaged thirty points a game? This is exactly what I'm saying. In this But his age, shots now the seventeen eighteen footer is considered a bad shot now. It's either the three. Oh yeah, you're driving in a hole. It's 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 kind of obsolete what he, what he does, what he did for you know that was so great. It's kind of considered a bad shot now. Yeah, but Michael Jordan could get to the rim and dunk on anybody. He's dunked on all the top centers that ever played the game besides Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain. He's dunked on every single center. Tough centers that he's dunked on. Dikembe Mutombo, Alonzo Mourning. He's dunked on these guys before. Patrick Ewing, dunked on. He's dunked on. Shaq, and dunked on as a rookie. His field goal attempts per game is up there. But I know. It's at, it's at 20. Jordan, Jordan what, what's his field goal attempts? I mean, he's had 28 a game, 24, yeah, but, but 22, much, 24, 22. But how much has he made compared to LeBron? Uh, to to James oh, well, career is a forty nine point seven, so basically a fifty percent guy. Yeah, go look at James Harden, and James Harden is nowhere near career. He's forty four point three. James Harden, yeah, right now, that's going to go lower and lower. To be honest with you, because he's just going to keep. He's also taking. He's also taking a lot. I mean, more, he's, more shots. He's taking thirteen point six threes yeah. a game this year. Michael Jordan, totally would be, different game. Yeah, Michael Jordan, lower percentage shot. 
Michael Jordan would easily average 50 a game, and it, it, there's nothing in this world that would make me change uh, my mind. I don't, in the, I don't see in the, it. All right, so 45 a game. If you you've wanna, watched Michael Jordan play basketball. If you want to go 40, maybe. You've watched Michael Jordan play basketball in his best times. You might not remember it in the early 90s and whatnot. I do remember it. But you've watched him in your best times. His athleticism is still bar none one of the best that we've seen, okay? He was still able to get to the rim at will, okay? And NATO weren't calling fouls back then to comparable what they're calling fouls now at the rim. And being an 82-83% free throw shooter, he would get 10 more free throws uh, now than he would back then, and he would hit eight of them. Eight, he would eight, he would hit 8.2 more free throws now that, than he did. I mean, I, I don't know how you don't see him scoring 50 a game in this day and age. I think I don't even think it's close. I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't understand. I, you, re, you really can't see him scoring 50 a game or wherever he plays no, or whatever. No, he could score 50. I don't think he's averaging 50. I think he would average 50 a game. We also thought that nobody would average a triple-double ever again. And look, Russell Westbrook's done it twice in a row. So, I mean, records are meant to be broken. Even though there is one record in base in in baseball that I think will never be broken. Name that record, Vinny. Say that again? The one record in baseball that will never be broken. Come on, Yankee. Jumping Joe DiMaggio, 56-game hitting oh. streak. You don't I, think that's going to ever I, be I broken? I don't think that'll ever be broken. At least not in my lifetime that I'm watching it. That is some feat if you're going to hit... Fifty and hit. Well, I don't think I don't think the consecutive game streak is gonna in this day and age oh, yeah. anymore. Kyle Ripken, either. Yep. No. Not it's not done. even gonna be close. But anywho, LeBron James, this Michael Jordan debate is over. It's not even close. If LeBron James doesn't make the playoffs with this team, it's just it, he he's not even in the debate anymore. I'm sorry to all the LeBron lovers and all that nonsense. Michael Jordan is the best player on the planet. Nothing is going to change my mind about that going forward but uh yeah i still can't believe any you don't see him averaging 50 a game no i just don't i don't see it we can agree to disagree of course we can of course we can i i i just (sighs) that's a lot on one player's shoulders it it is a lot on one player's shoulders but he's the question okay the question could he if he wanted to he probably could but i don't think he ever would do that well, he has even that. This, even in this day, he has age, that killer mentality. I don't think he would need to average fifty a game. I don't well, think. Well, with the points being scored more, you have to figure. Back then, it was eighty nine, ninety, ninety one points per game, ninety two points per game. Now it's one hundred and ten. Which goes to, you know, I think he would average more assists a game now. I think he would average more points too. Not even. Yeah, he, not, well, yeah, because he's only his career is thirty points something, whatever in his career. His career average is thirty point seven or something. Or you could look that up. Uh, actually, no, I have it right here. Thirty point one. Thirty point. What is his career? Thirty point one. Uh, yeah, points per game. Thirty point one. Yeah, okay, and he blows away LeBron James at twenty seven point one. And we're including those stupid years in, with the Washington Wizards. Yeah, which is crazy because he didn't do much with the Washington Wizards. He's scoring eighteen, nineteen. No, twenty two point nine and twenty two and twenty. Wow, wow. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just a big Michael Jordan advocate, maybe. I just think in this day and age, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, Michael Jordan would score 50 a game at will. And you know what? You're right. If he wanted to score 50 a game in this day and age, he would. 
maybe he wouldn't average 50, but he would definitely easily average 45-plus a game. And, and again, we could agree to disagree. That's just my opinion. I just think that's what he would do just because he would get more, more shots at the free throw line with the stupid, dumb, ticky-tack fouls in the NBA this year. And, it, well, in this day and age, really, if you want me to be honest with you. But it is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back from break, we are going to get into the NFL. We are going to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the New York Jets, and the New York Giants. We're going to get into that when we come back at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You are listening to the Third and Long Show, and here's your host, Matty Cabs. 631-676-2968 is the number to reach us here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Third and Long, and I'm Matty Caps along with Mr. Vinny Rubo. And now we are going to get into some NFL talk. We're gonna, if we have time, we're gonna talk about the combine. If I don't have time, I'm gonna talk about the combine and stuff tomorrow. But Vinny, let's get into it right now. There is news about the New York Giants, which is obviously my team. You're the you're you're a Jet fan. I'm a Giant fan. And there is news that the New York Giants are letting Landon Collins just walk away for free. Makes just me laugh. let him walk away. This is in true New York Jet form. This is New York Jet form. I, was, I thought you were going to say this Giant form. I'm like, Giants don't do this. true New York Jet form, and we're maybe seeing a stop, switch. Stop, stop, Before you your will, very eyes. You will always be the little brother. Of the New York Giants. Okay? But you this always. is something that you do not expect from the Giants to do. And this is, you know, a player where uh, I you can make the argument that he was your best defensive player. Easily. Best defensive easily. player. Easily. Last year, easily. And there, you know, if you had no intentions of, you know, keeping him, at, you know, for whatever reason, the contract, uh, you know, he doesn't serve well on your team, uh, you know, scheme-wise. And you to then you trade him for for to even fathom not getting any assets for something that you know now you're going to lose him for free. That for that, free. That, that's my biggest problem. It 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 is mind boggling to me what just went on in this whole Landon Collins. It's just mind boggling that the Giants could do this, knowing that you could probably get a decent a decent haul for Landon Collins, trade value wise. He's a he's a, he's a very good player. He's a very productive player. You know, he's very popular with the Giant fan base as well. Matt, I can't I can't as a, as a Giant fan, like how do you feel about this? This is this is your team. This is something that you do not usually see out of your team. The New York Giants, you know, making a move kind of like this. You're getting rid of one of your best players for nothing. What What did I tell you during break? I didn't want to talk about this because he was going to get me upset. But and it was you should unleash on your on you know. Listen, when you when you when a team makes a bad move, you gotta you gotta own up to it. The New York Giants let one of their best players leave today. Okay, it is a it's a bewildering decision. Uh, why they declined to use a franchise tag on him? That's why I don't understand. They're allowing this twenty five year old defensive playmaker to hit the free agent market after leading the team in tackles each of his four professional seasons and making the Pro Bowl in three of them. And you know he's going to go to another team and be 
all-pro Collins player. was an all-pro safety Let in me 2016. Ask you this now. And your team freaking are you, captain. Are you a believer in Gettleman? No. I never liked the move. I never liked the Dave Gettleman move. Coming from Carolina. Yeah, he's done so well in Carolina. Let me tell you. No. I never liked this move whatsoever. Uh, and that's not even a question. I, I, I never, ever, ever liked this move. So what happened in this? And, you know, where do you think it went wrong? You know, Landon Collins was, you know, clearing out his locker, the, uh, you know, the other week. It, ju- it just doesn't make sense. Pretty much knew that the writing was on the wall. Here is Collins that was selected in the first pick of the second round in the 2015 NFL draft. Okay. Um, played at, he's always played at a high level, doing everything that was always asked of him. And at no point did the Giants try to seriously negotiate a long-term deal. That is one thing I don't understand is how they, at no point did they not try and negotiate a long-term deal. Instead, the New York Giants are simply letting this guy walk with the hope of maybe getting a third-round compensatory uh, pick next year. Um, it's bad business. It, it, it makes It's more strange on why they declined Collins last year at the trade deadline, too, because there was teams after him last year at the trade deadline. How do you decline uh, decline trades if, if you're just going to let him walk for free? Like, I don't understand what Dave Gettleman's whole move by doing this. Especially okay? if you knew that you weren't going to keep him this, you know, this offseason. Why wouldn't you make a trade? That's what I'm it's saying. It's not like they're going. It's not like they were making a playoff run this season, this past season. They weren't making any sort of playoff run. They were already out of it. So at that point, why don't you just get what you can get from Landon Collins? If you knew that you were definitely not, look, you know, having Landon Collins on your team look, for the simple. long term. The Green Bay Packers traded safety HaHa Clinton Dix for a fourth rounder at, at, at the time. Collins, according to a lot of pro personnel people and evaluators, is a significantly better player. And you want to know where I hope Landon Collins goes? And I wanna, you want to know I hope he wins a championship in Kansas City? Kansas City are one of the that main would be teams good. that is very, very interested in him. Imagine him and Eric Berry, if Eric Berry could stay healthy in that secondary. That could be one of the besi- – no. besides the Jets secondary, I think With that could that be one of the With that offense on the other side of the ball? That's my point. That's my point. That, that, that would make them an even scarier team than what they already are. What, what Gettleman did with this move is he sent a message to the locker room. You could play hurt. You could play well. You could do everything we ask. And you still might not get paid when your time comes. Undoubtedly, this is a very risky way to operate. How Dave Gettleman still has a job in the New York Giant front office is beyond me. Because if I was the owner, after all this, I would have fired him already. You can't let your best defensive player who led your team in tackles for the four years he's been in the NFL. He's been an all-pro, okay? He's your team uh, defensive captain, Okay, he's your overall team captain as well, along with Eli Manning. Just walk away for free. That's what I don't understand. I mean, even if Collins isn't a def- a perfect fit def- for uh, in James Betcher's defensive scheme because of his coverage defic- deficiencies, you don't let a guy of this talent walk away for free. And that's what the Giants are doing. They're letting him walk away for free and hoping and praying and grasping for a third-round compensatory uh, pick. You think this is a bad move by the Giants, am I right? I mean, you think 
So this move makes you not like, and you know, you didn't like Edelman to begin with. I didn't with. like him to begin with. This just put me over the edge. And now, what if they him. sign, they draft a quarterback with the first round pick? Vinny, I mean, stop putting that I into see, the universe. I Why are you putting just, that into? The I universe? can see you just going nuts. Going nuts. You want to be on that show with me the next day, if that's the case. What is it on Thursday? You want to be on? I'm. I'm. I'll, listen. The NFL draft is is Thursday night, obviously a Thursday night in uh, June. Okay, and the NFL it's April. Uh, April, sorry, sorry, I'm thinking of uh, the NBA and and uh, that in April. Okay, it's a Thursday night in April. The first first round is when Thursday Roger night. Goodell says the New York Giants have selected Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State quarterback quarterback from Ohio State. Um, and you see him you, put that giant hat on. You might want to be. You might want to do the special show with me on Friday if you have an opportunity to <laughs> in, in April, because if, if that's the case, there is nothing else we're going to be talking about except ripping apart the New York Giants on that show. Okay. Don't, you, let me ask you this: Will you sell your fandom? No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm not Evan Perlmutter. I will not sell my fandom. Um, I, 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 I would, I, I would lose my my absolute mind. But I won't sell my fandom. I mean, you look at it. Collins is a popular player. He's well respected, well liked. Okay, captain of that defense. I mean, it it just doesn't make any sense. And you want to know what scares me too is that Sterling Shepard next year could be in a similar situation um, that Landon Collins was just in. Gettleman is just not the answer for the Giants front office. I mean. I wish. I don't understand what happened. Why couldn't they give Tom Coughlin the opportunity to show what he can do in that front office? Okay? Because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It wouldn't surprise me now that Tom Coughlin has a year under his belt. He's going to take full control of that team and mold it into his team how he wants it. It wouldn't surprise me to see the Jacksonville Jaguars get back to the AFC Championship game next year. If they could stay healthy mm-hmm. and whatnot, and especially when they get Nick Foles and whatever, and if Leonard Fournette could stay healthy. It wouldn't surprise me. It, it really, it honestly, it really, 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 really w- wouldn't surprise me. But this is this this is especially relevant in Gettleman when he was in charge because it makes you wonder whether he learned from his first stint as general manager when he was in Carolina he, when he pulled the franchise tag from under Josh Norman and rubbed some of the team leaders the wrong way with his hardline negotiating. It is still believed that the bad blood left. Okay, behind was a significant, significant part of his downfall and ultimately ultimately led to his firing. So you make me believe that you're kind of nervous about this whole Gettleman era. I've been, era. Ner- the I've whole been, Gettleman I've era been nervous right now. since he got hired because it didn't work out well for him in Carolina. So what makes it going to work out well for him in New York? If you're not going to change your ways and your hardline negotiating and whatnot. And it seems to me they're going to keep Eli... On that year. stupid contract when you could have. On the contract. When you could have negotiated. Which makes me believe even more that they're going to draft a quarterback. Why? To keep. Well, the, not. I mean, that contract's what, 20 mil? 20, 20, 20 mil. 23. It's not going to make any sense to use another 15 mil on, on a quarterback. I think they're going to draft a quarterback. 23.2 million against Eli's going to be the starter and kind of be that, you know. Guy to I pray to God, Vinny, stop talking about this. Because I just, you're, you're, I just see it coming. You know what? When you're wrong, I'm texting you. I'm blowing up your phone. I'm going to FaceTime you and just like give Dwayne you so Haskins. Much stop. Knock that off. Knock it off. I just see things kind of like how the next <sighs> summer might go. 
Yeah. Maybe how when it, when it the get, Giants. When, yeah, when they're going to be the worst team in the NBA and get the number five pick in the <laughs> NBA draft. And we I pick, mean, and we pick Bull Bull from Oregon. The, the That's how it's going to go. Balls. Never go the Knicks way, so don't don't act like it does. Don't. Ha- has it in 30 years. Don't act like it does. Dave Gettleman talked last week at the Combine about the salary cap and the financial implications of using the franchise tag on Collins, okay? He would have counted $11.5 million, uh, against the cap this season if tagged. And Gettleman said the New York Giants didn't have much money available under the cap, projected at $29 million, okay? And Collins' salary plus the rookie pool and ne- the necessary in-season nest egg would leave them with little in reserve. But the reality is... That Collins' salary on the franchise tag would have been a nice number, but it's not something that should have been completely prohibitive, okay? Because now, like we talked about, Eli Manning, the Giants are keeping a 38-year-old Eli Manning who counts for $23.2 million against the cap. There was surely so many ways to keep Collins if they desired. They just didn't want to keep him. Because of James Betcher, James Betcher's system, which makes no sense. Gettleman also noted Collins would not have been happy with the franchise tag. He wouldn't have showed for the offseason program or training camp an unwanted uh, distraction in the GM's eyes. Who is he to say what uh, what Landon Collins was going to do? We haven't heard anything of the sort from Landon Collins in that instance. So I, you're a sad Giant they, fan today. They, they're excuses, yes, because Dave Gettleman is the worst GM, I think, in the NFL. I hate Dave Gettleman. There's nothing in this world that will make me change my mind. There will be a strong market for Landon Collins, rightfully so. He's still relatively young, and he's been one of the best safeties in the game for the past four years. Um, Colts, Redskins, Chiefs are landing spots for him. After the st- and After most of the start of last week, a lot of people couldn't believe he'd be allowed to leave. One NFC pro personnel executive asked, they're not really going to let him go, right? Like, they thought it was a foregone conclusion that the Giants weren't going to let him go and he would would retain him. I mean, Collins is a good player. One, He's easily one of the best in his position. Can you agree with me there? One of the best in his position at what he does. But this move wasn't against, wasn't uh, as much about the salary cap as it was about Gettleman not seeing the value in the player. And that's where I think Dave Gettleman is a bad evaluator at talent of players. I mean... He, if you don't see the value in this type of player, who do you see a value in? Like, like and they that, don't have that much money that's, this offseason either. That's my question, though. Like, like who who is gonna, you know? They're you not hear doing anything. Maybe they're the honey stick. badger. <coughs> don't get me I'm wrong. I, I I would take Tyron Matthew. I would Matthew. I would take him. Like whatever. He's he's very serviceable. He's still very good at what he does. But we all know coverage wasn't Collins' specialty. No, he. he He's a safety who thrives being near He's the line like of a... scrimmage. And Betcher, like most defensive coaches, prefers interchangeable safeties. Collins likes to be up on the line of scrimmage. He likes to get in there. He's and like, get a Jamal, his... more like a Jamal Adams he, type he, of player. He likes Jamal Adams is like Landon Collins. Yes. He likes to get his hands dirty. Jamal Adams isn't he's not, that uh, caliber you know, He's not guarding a tight end. You know, that's not his forte. But, but, but here we go. If this was all the case, why didn't they trade Collins last year? Exactly. Before That's he, all we need. Before he traded, uh, before he tore his labrum, and his value was depressed. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Why string him along and never show any desire to strike a long-term deal? Why do it? Okay. This is this is a lethal message 
to send to the locker room. This is not a good message to send to the locker room with how they dealt with your team captain, your best defensive player, your leading defensive player with tackles in the past four seasons. This is not a good message. Listen, if I'm a Giant fan, I'm nervous right now. Uh, you know, you I don't, be? I don't. Hey, how can you not be? How can you not be? I mean, Gettleman has not shown anything yet, and you know, le- you know, give him a couple of seasons. You know, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. But you know, it started with the draft last year. I mean, Saquon Barkley is a great, great running back. Not taking anything away, you still go with a not quarterback. Taking any- but you know, there were that was a quarterback draft, and. You know, you uh, you were preaching it all last year. Who did I want? You wanted, you wanted Darnold. And where did he and go? He would have he would have been yours if you wanted him. Like he he fell into our lap. Fell when into the lap. When Baker Mayfield went number fell one. Fell into he, my team's he lap. He fell into my lap, and I was so excited. And now he's a New York Jet, and now I it pains me to root for Sam Darnold because he's a Jet. I will never buy a Jet uniform, but I do have a. But US you always root for him. But I have a USC Sam Darnold jersey that I will wear once in a while. And you want to see him do well? Of course. I want to see Sam Darnold do well. I do. I, th- I, I think he, when it's all said and done, I've said this over and over again, I think he's going to be the best quarterback in that draft class. I think he's going to be, a gr- the, first of all, he's going to be the greatest quarterback in Jets history because the bar is set so low in the, <laughs> for the Jets quarterback position. Um, I, I, just, I just hope and pray that the Giants be smart, especially in this year's draft. And, the draft is coming, and the combine with everything. We're going to start going over uh, draft stuff because draft is about a month away. I want to say, right? What is it? End of April, twenty eighth, like right around there. Give yeah, or take. it's usually end of April. So, so within the next week or two, we're really going to get into the NFL draft and 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 all that good stuff. But it, it's this this whole Landon Collins thing just really upsets me, and it just doesn't make any sense how you don't want to use a franchise tag on him. There was no. There was I have you heard anything about him not going to go to off-season war programs or him coming out and saying I haven't heard any of that if he was going to get franchised nope. and that's why it makes me so freaking mad that they didn't franchise him or do anything and they just let this talent walk away for free and hoping hoping and praying for a third round draft pick compensatory draft pick that is what they're hoping for and that is what makes me sick that's what I, makes me sick. Hey. Uh, you know, if I'm, I'm you, I'm nervous. I, I mean, ooh, you want to know the Giants' big-time move? They re-signed veteran quarterback Alex Tanny. There you go. So, this this is great. To be continued. This is great. To be continued, ladies and gentlemen. I am upset, but that is it for our show um, here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Dirt and Long. We will be back tomorrow. I'm probably going to have Speedy in here if he is able to do that. Otherwise, we'll be back on Thursday, 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 Thursday with Speedy and I going forward as we get into some New York Jets stuff. Maybe Vinny will call in on Thursday as we get into some New York Jets stuff and all that other good stuff. But that is it for our show here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You're you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.